Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I will be playing the Delta Green RPG. I'm your host, Tom Rayley. The scenario is entitled Separation Anxiety. It was written by Jeffrey Moeller, and it's from the collection Fear Sharp Little Needles. It's available from DriveThruRPG. Our game master is John Dos Passos, and this is episode two. A recap will be given by Holly Buto as her character, Dr. Matilda Toops. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Holly? Thanks, Tom. Operation Appalachian Sunrise Report. Agents of P-Cell were gathered in Dark County, Ohio, to investigate the disappearance of genetic researcher Beatrice Bell. The nature of Dr. Bell's research is pertaining to her own medical diagnosis, a condition called Farnsworth-Bell syndrome, which is characterized by brittle bones and rapid blood clotting, among other physical traits. The condition runs in Bell's family and seems to originate from a male founder dating back to 1808. Agents began by investigating the hospital that Dr. Bell works at. A review of security footage shows Bell being grabbed by a person out of frame and a search of the parking lot turned up her work laptop. An interview of her mother didn't provide any information as to Dr. Bell's whereabouts. However, it was mentioned that her father was a one-night stand, a man known only as Jemmy. Prada researched further into the family and discovered that over the last 50 years, 10 women all displaying the physical traits of this syndrome have gone missing, all appearing in the media shortly before their disappearance all missing from the Kentucky, Ohio region, and none of them having a biological father present in their lives. Pawn was able to procure Bell's cell phone from local law enforcement, which contained an advertisement for Farnsworth Farms, a place that houses several people of the last names Bell and Farnsworth. Parsnip's search of Bell's computer revealed a keylogging virus on it, specifically looking for users of uses of Farnsworth-Bell syndrome, legends of folklore of Appalachia, and James Farnsworth. The virus is sending data to some address in the local area. Dr. Bell had been looking at a copy of Legends and Folklore of Appalachia on loan from the Miskatonic University. The book describes an oral history of the Farnsworth Bell clan led by the reputed sorcerer named James Farnsworth, born in 1808, to an alleged witch. Reports state that Most of the Farnsworth clan died in a a raid, but were notably difficult to kill, and James has not been seen since. The text also described a horrific rite of passage into the Farnsworth family. Looking further into Bell's research reveals that her case studies share a common father, and numerous signs of inbreeding are present on the mother's sides. According to her data, a relative dying in 1910 has the same father as herself. They're planning to observe the Farnsworth farm to see if there is any unusual activity. Pawn and Paradox seem antsy for action. We must remember our role in this. If there is no evidence of witchcraft, Delta Green has no business here. Very well said, thank you. Uh, Yes, so uh, we open up our scene tonight. Um, We we return to the Farnsworth the Farnsworth uh, farm, where, where we, we left off our story last time. Um, it is now evening, uh, and it's notable that uh, in this part of the um, sort of rural part of Dark County, uh, there's very little light pollution. 
so as you're, you know, uh, as you're approaching the farm sort of, you know, uh, from afar where you've parked uh, and just sort of, you know, getting a look at it from afar, the uh, night sky is very beautiful. You can see a lot of stars, uh, a lot of constellations, you know, that are out right now in October. Um, as you approach, you know, I will, you know, sort of give a recap. Um, and then I can also throw up the map here in a second, uh, the new and improved map. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you can tell that um, the whole farm seems to occupy about a square mile um, and about a half mile of road uh, frontage. Uh, and it uh, continues sort of running in a rectangle south for about two miles into the countryside. Uh, there's only one road fronting uh, and the next road south requires a two mile jaunt through the orchard and the neighbor's corn, uh, cornfields. Um, uh, but is, you know, theoretically accessible. Um, there is a number of buildings out front, but, you know, which can be noted on the map there. Um, and, you know, from the website uh, that they have a storefront, which is open from March through the end of uh, October, which sells their produce, you know, apples, um, vegetables, baked goods, uh, various crafts, um, and, uh, uh, of course, pumpkins. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that's pretty much the um, sort of overall, you know, layout of the area. Uh, and so I imagine, you know, you'd probably be on one of these sides, uh, you know, sort of parked off on the side of the road, sort of uh, just kind of getting the overview from afar. Uh, you also had the satellite images from before. And to the south, uh, kind of the far section of that is where we are seeing some firelight, correct? Correct. Yes, there was at the end, you saw um, uh, the sort of plume of smoke uh, and slight glow of what is likely a campfire, some sort of bonfire. Um, it looks like uh, as you approach, it was kind of dying down, which is why there was a lot of smoke coming up. Uh, but it seems they were just kind of wrapping up something back there. Now, the way you just described it, um, you'd say that, that that picture that you just showed the map, that's, that doesn't look a mile wide, though, right? Um, from what I understand, it is, uh, it is about half a mile of road and it goes two miles back into the countryside. Okay. okay. So yeah, there'd be half, half a mile by two miles in total, uh, farm plot. But there's still a lot more to the, their actual property that we can't see. It's farther out, farther to the south. Uh, I mean, that's correct. I mean, it seems, it, it appears from the satellite view you got before to mostly be, um, trees, you know, apple orchards and, and such. Um, but there could be other things sort of, you know, nestled in the woods and back the, there. The cornfields on either side, is that theirs or is that neighbors? That is neighboring cornfields, correct. Okay. Um, and so uh, mostly there is a, uh, there's some roads back there that are for, uh, they're accessing yeah. back access. Um, and so you can get back there, but you kind of have to jaunt through the cornfields. Well, do we want to do we want to go try and scope out what they're doing, or do we let them go back inside and see what we can make of their nighttime endeavors? Well, what do you see with the scope right now, Pond? You see any cameras? I see a lot of apple trees. Uh, <laughs> let me scope out these uh, the yeah. area. Do you want to go ahead and give me an alertness roll, and you can add a plus twenty for the Ooh. scope or for the binoculars? Okay. Uh, also, I, I should note it's about 1 a.m. at this time because I remember you arrived around 12, and so you've been hanging out for just a little bit, you know, observing. Uh, 57 out of 90, so we're good. Awesome, yes. Uh, and so you were able to spot, um, you do actually see what looks like a, a, a figure, um, and the reason you notice this is you think that they are, um, they've got maybe their phone or they're flicking a lighter or something like that, uh, maybe lighting a smoke, and they're walking, uh, they seem to be coming out of the 
uh, apple trees, uh, and they are now walking through the uh, pumpkin patch sort of uh, area uh, back towards the uh, buildings. And so it seems like some people are uh, heading back. Uh, any cameras around the uh, the main building area? There do not look to be cameras. Um, there perhaps might be some, uh, like even closer that you couldn't see from here. Uh, but this looks more like a, you know, more like a classic farm where they sort of protect themselves. There's not really necessary a high tech security, at least that you can see from here. Excellent. Um, can we uh, can we make a fair assumption that the activities that were taking place started around midnight? Uh, they either start, yeah, they started at midnight or perhaps uh, after dark because the, the farm was open earlier in the day. Um, so maybe either at some point between nightfall and midnight was when they started. They seem to be concluding right about now. But it's one in the morning. So Correct. If, if they started when the sun went down, they'd have been out there for six hours. All right. Five or six with the uh, cleanup I, and shutdown of the farm and the store. Should we... Should we wait until we see the lights in the farmhouse go out and then see if we can work our way around to like the back access road and see if we can find whatever they were burning out there? We can probably go through the cornfields and you wouldn't be able to see us. That's true. Yeah, that plan sounds good. And uh, Agent Pond would like to keep track of kind of the number of people that are coming out of the woods. Sure. Um, it, it's a little hard to tell given the, you know, the limited light. Um, there's some light coming from the buildings in the moonlight. Uh, and so, like I said, some people are lighting cigarettes or doing things like that. So you are able to spot a couple with your good alertness skill. Uh, it seems that you see at least uh, maybe about 10 or more, uh, like maybe between 10 to 15 figures, at least that are coming back at this, uh, at this point. Um, and uh, it seems that most of them head to the, um, the largest of the buildings, the rightmost one on the map. The bigger building on the right seems to be uh, where a lot of them are going. So you can presume that maybe some uh, living quarters or apartments or some kind of uh, building, uh, which means the other buildings are likely the, the farm and storage and, uh, and uh, storehouse, or uh, sorry, the store. <laughs> what kind of animals do they have in that pen down there? Uh, let's see. Um, Mostly just some livestock, it looks like. Um, they do have some products uh, like milk and butter. Uh, they make apple pie using mostly uh, local ingredients. Um, okay. When they don't have enough, you, you imagine they probably borrow from the neighbors. Um, and, you know, these are all things that they advertise on their website. You know, uh, they have, like, like I said, they have flyers like the one that you um, found on, uh, on Bell's phone. Uh, and they advertise these sort of things, you know, fresh apple pie, cider and, uh, you know, cider and cider donuts, stuff like that. You... You mentioned that it is a crystal clear night. Um, what phase of the moon is it? Good question. Let me consult. Uh, it is the gibbous moon, um, well, uh, waning, 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 waning. So the full and, moon has already passed. And um, I don't. I'm not. I don't know astronomy, mm -hmm. uh, but. I want to kind of take note of any unusual, not unusual, but well, unusual to me constellations so that later sure. I can actually, I can actually check, you know, on a computer and see if there was anything particularly interesting up in the sky. Sure. I guess you could do a, um, 
an intelligence roll in that case, um, since you don't have astronomy. Oh, three. Nice. Yeah. Um, you you see, yeah. Uh, yeah. You see that, um, looks to be, you know, seems like a regular October night. Um, you do see, um, uh, there's a couple constellations that are usually easy to see. One of them is, um, La Carta or La Certa. Um, and, uh, there's also, um, uh, Aquarius would be the current uh, zodiac sign. So you, you, you pick up on Aquarius, at least as just somebody that understands what the zodiacs look like. Um, and then you might know that there's a the, the carta, which is the lizard. Um, you don't seem to see anything that is abnormal, at least not that you know. But like I said, you can get a better read on that when you double check it against a, a map chart. Right. So you don't know particularly yourself. So if there's any, any correlation between some star that's associated right. with weird stuff. <laughs> Right. No, no, it doesn't seem to be any appearing red stars or, you know, little blots that shouldn't be there. But when, when you look at a map, you can confirm that. Now, Pawn, those people you've been keeping track of, what's their uh, genders? Is it all one gender or anything in particular? Hard to tell from here in the night, but just just judging by the figure and by whether they're the kind of overalls they're wearing <laughs> from afar, you can see with the, with the binoculars. Um, like when one lights their cigarette, you know, you see it's clearly a man because he's not wearing a shirt under the overalls. Uh, but you see uh, one or two more slender figures, which you, you would imagine are women. So, um, uh, and you know, there are a lot of them. So you'd presume it's not, you know, 10 to 15 guys that are all coming back from this gathering. Are they roughly the same height, age kind of feel? Uh, eight, they definitely look of like a varying number of ages. Uh, some are hunching over more than others, but they do all look um, slightly on the taller end. Yeah, that's bad news. <laughs> well, and which, which yeah, does match Beatrice. So Right. I say we uh, check that out from the corn. Agreed. All right, so uh, a couple of people want to sneak up through the corn to look at the people that are going by or any, or like what in particular are you trying to uh, sneak up on to get a, the, get a good look at the remnants of the uh, fire that they had. Maybe they left okay. some evidence. Right. Sure. Uh, so uh, I guess we can have a, so who, who wants to go sneak in and then are, are the others just going to kind of wait, watch, or are they going to do something else uh, while the others are inside or sorry, uh, in the, in the bushes rather. <laughs> I'll sneak in. I'm going to draw my uh, my 22 from my ankle holster, put on the silencer. My stealth is not very good, so I'm going to stay farther away. Yeah, I'll stay in the corn as well. But I'll keep, I'll, I'll get closer. I'll get closer yeah. so that I'm not too far from them. So yeah, remaining, you know, sort of a little bit back in the corn uh, at nighttime is enough that, you know, they have too much negatives to their alertness. And that in that case, they're, they're not, I'm not even going to make them roll. Uh, but for those of you who want to get a little closer to get a better look at either the people or to try to get closer to um, kind of to get closer to the tree line of the apple trees, which is kind of in the apple trees is where you saw the, um, the sort of fire, the bonfire coming up from. Uh, so you need to get closer to there. So if you want to do either of those, go ahead and give me a stealth roll. I'll roll some things in the background. That is just dead on. Pass. 31. All right. Yeah. Just a pass is, is, is all you needed. Uh, so, uh, see so you are, are you both going for the remnants, uh, closer to, towards that way or, um, which way is each of you heading? Paradox. I'm assuming we would have talked about this too. Do you want to? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, um, okay. yeah. I'll check out the people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, the, um, yeah. 
Yeah, so Paradox is going to uh, slowly creep through the... Um, the, uh, and stay in the cornfields, but get cl as close to the people that are returning uh, now uh, through the, you know, apple orchard and the um, the pumpkin patch, get a closer look at them. And then patch is going to go further to try to sort of, uh, do you want to get fully into, you want to go into the apple orchard or do you want to try to just see what you can see from here in the cornfield? Um, I want to push, push forward. Okay. Yeah. And so as you, as you continue a little bit, uh, we'll go ahead and do you first. So you, you continue down, uh, you kind of have to like do a little bit of a kind of dicey run, but with, with your successful stealth, you are able to sort of slip from the, uh, cornfields, uh, you know, a few uh, yards over into where the apple trees start, you know, you kind of duck, you know, lose a eye line on a lot of the figures that are moving, you know, kind of coming out of them still uh, a couple of them. Uh, you do notice there seem to be a couple, uh, late leavers, uh, and so you can now see that the fire um, is just embers. Like there's a couple people there that seem to be trying to make sure that the fire is out before they go away. because they obviously don't want to burn down any apple trees. Uh, although you see that there is one uh, from, from here, you can see one large, uh, very large apple tree that seems to be in the center uh, of all the rest. And that seems to be uh, sort of off to the side in a little clearing by that tree seems to be where the bonfire was. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you can go ahead and give me an alertness as well. Uh, and then Paradox, you can do that as well as you approach the uh, people, and I will give you something for that in just a moment. No, that's a failure. Just a regular right. failure. But yeah, so uh, you, yeah, go ahead. 34. Cool. So I'll pass. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so first of all, unfortunately, Pat, you don't see much more um, yet. You, uh, if you wait uh, for the figures to completely leave, you could push forward uh, and go see about that fire and, you know, look around a little closer. Uh, right. But it does seem, like I said, there's a couple people that are uh, you know, still putting the fire out or lingering. making sure the embers die and lingering a little bit. Uh, however, paradox. Um, so you uh, kind of approach in the cornfield, uh, try to get in a good position to take a look at these people. Uh, did you bring the binoculars, I assume, or? Uh, no, I didn't. Pawn has okay. those. Okay. Uh, but yeah, even just with your eyes, uh, you can see kind of in the moonlight that uh, you can kind of confirm that there does seem to be an, you know, roughly even smattering, maybe a few more uh, men, uh, you know, but it does look like there are men and women. Uh, they look to be a varying age. You don't. You notice you don't see anybody um, too young. Uh, you don't see any children. There might be a couple teenagers. They could be, you know, eighteen or nineteen. Uh, but there are a couple of that around that age. Um, and there are, of course, uh, a few adults uh, and one or two um, we'd call, you know, middle-aged. Uh, nobody too too old because you imagine they're not doing a lot of farm work and not going out here at this hour. Uh, but there are some, you know, more uh, middle-aged, you know, type folks. Now, are they are they armed? Am I noticing any like bulges and pockets? Uh, or you do notice there are some tools. They have some farming tools, which obviously could be used as weapons. You know, pitchforks, um, things like that. Um, you know, rakes. Um, uh, seems like uh, one of them has a some sort of a, a hoe, uh, like a plow. You know, sort of hoe. Um, and you think that one 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 actually does have uh, a little a shovel. Uh, they've got like a uh, one of those trench shovels stuffed into their belt. And they, they just, oh, they have it on their person. They're not equipped. Yeah. Okay. That one isn't carrying it. The, the ones that have rakes and pitchforks, those are usually being carried just sort of casually at their sides. Um, uh, they look like they're coming, you know, they're kind of finishing their day. Maybe they came from a celebration or they were doing some work back there. Uh, but it looks like they're kind of, you know, they, they don't really care about the tools at this point. They're not like wielding them. They're just mm -hmm. kind of dragging, dragging them along or carrying them, you know, kind of to the side, ready to, you know, you know, ready to put them up and, you know, end the day, it looks like. Okay, so nothing looks out of the ordinary. Not particularly. I mean, uh, you know, it, it is a lot of tools, but, you know, it is a farm, so. Yep. All right, I think I'm just going to back off then. Cool. Yeah, um, let me see. 
Um, yeah, and like I said, uh, from here, you do think, you know, uh, one or two of the people um, that aren't wearing too much hats or that, you know, aren't too far away from you, uh, they do appear to have some similar features, you know, like I said, they look a little tall, um, they, you know, appear to have darker hair, um, you know, fair skin, uh, so they do seem, you know, can't get a perfect read in the in the light, but they do seem similar to uh, to Beatrice Bell from you know the picture you have and the descriptions you have uh, of the uh, you know FBS you know Farnsworth Bell syndrome. But no no sign of uh, Doctor Bell. Uh, unfortunately, no. She is not one of these figures walking through. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, you, you all back at the um, uh, back at sort of the, you know, near the car, kind of where everyone was sort of watching from afar. Uh, you do see more of the people sort of, you know, slowly, uh, you know, make their way towards the, the large building. A couple of them head to uh, one of the smaller buildings all the way on the left, the leftmost two to, you know, seemingly put up some things. Uh, a couple of them just take them with them. Uh, maybe there's another storage inside uh, the other building. Uh, but they, you know, they all seem to put some of those away. And it seems that most of them end up back at that big building on the right, uh, the sort of living area. All right, so back to Patch. Um, now, now that the most people have sort of cleared out, uh, you can see that, you know, the fire is, you know, fully out. Um, you see the last couple of people, you know, sort of uh, stumbling their way back, uh, you know, you hear one of them, you know, sort of chuckle. Uh, and it seems like they light, you know, uh, the other cigarette or something like that. And the two of them head off, uh, you know, through the pumpkin patch. I'm going to press in on the, the tree in the middle and the, where the bonfire mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you go ahead, go ahead and give me a search. Uh, okay. But unfortunately, uh, it, it'll be minus 20 uh, okay. due, to the, due to just how, uh, how dark, dark it is, is out here. Yeah, yeah, sure. And you're not getting much moonlight through the trees, unfortunately. No, that's, that's 100. No. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, so that is a fumble, unfortunately. Yes. Um, because it is a double, and it is the the double, uh, the it zero is. zero double. So unfortunately, you're kind of looking around, uh, and you don't really find much. Uh, in fact, uh, you're kind of looking around, and you stumble, and you kind of hit a branch, uh, and it kind of scrapes your arm. You do take one point of damage sure. uh, as it kind of cuts, uh, and you know you, there is a few drops of blood, but um, you know nothing too crazy. Um, you kind of just you know uh, put your hand on it, and you know. It, it, it's, sure. you know, it's, it's not bleeding everywhere when you've got something on it. So nothing too crazy, just one point. Uh, but unfortunately, yeah, you don't see much. It looks like, like I said, there is a, a fire, the remains of a fire here. Um, the ground is a little disturbed, um, but that, you know, a lot of the ground around here is disturbed as would be fitting of a, you know, an apple orchard. So it seems like, you know, stuff's regularly, you know, uh, wheelbarreled or, um, you know, they drive through here with a uh, machinery and stuff like that. Okay. Then I'm probably going to head back because I feel like, oh, there's there's nothing here and I'm just making noise now. So I'm going to head back to join up with the group. Cool. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give me another stealth roll uh, okay. as you head back. Come on, dice. Not a 100 again, please. Oh. Oh, no, that's better. Okay. 47 out of 50. We're good. <laughs> again, there was a lot of penalties on that roll and I just thought oh, it was no, funny. No. I, I, no, no, me. Not, not you, me. Oh, oh. So I rolled just to see if any of them look back. And funny enough, I got a hundred. So one hundreds <laughs> are hot tonight. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, but that's apparently a thing. Uh, you know, my, my, my two skulls are the, you know, the Mark Necronomicon skulls said hello there. So, all right. So yeah, you're able to rejoin the group. Uh, it seems that most of them are heading to bed or at least going inside. Um, you see the lights in the farmhouse uh, and the other building that's probably a storage shed are off. Um, and there are, there's a couple lights in the higher rooms of the sort of living area, but it seems that, um, 
most of the lights uh, in the farm are off at this point. It's about 1.30 now at this, at this point. I didn't see anything. I'm sorry, I don't. You bleeding? Oh. Yeah. I... And you better patch yourself up. <laughs> I didn't see anything besides uh, farmers doing farmer things. Pawn and I have been sitting here in the corn discussing this. Doesn't it seem like farmers go to bed early? And if they were going to have some end of the harvest festival thing, they would do it like around sunset so they could go to bed early. But witches, they like the midnight thing. So something definitely odd is going on. We can, we've got some areas of, 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 of figuring things out. Um, I want to figure out if there's anything important about the current time of year, night sky. Hmm. Um, I mean, I've seen that on a computer, but is this some time that's important to classical witches? We're, whole, we're, we're heading towards October. I mean, no, towards uh, uh, Halloween. So... So are you suggesting we pack it in, Prada, and do some research and come back? Or well, did we find the burn spot? Yeah, yeah, it's it's the tree. You know, on the map, that's that big middle spot that we all thought kind of stood out. But so they're burning stuff around it. It was just a fire pit, right? Yeah, it seemed to be a, a fire pit in the the clearing. Um, and like I said, there was some areas of disturbed dirt around it. Uh, you figured if you can manage to get back there during the day, you could give it a, a, a you know, give it a second look. look. Around, yeah. yeah, and you could it's, get it's some. It's too dark more. right now. I couldn't see mm -hmm. anything. Yeah, um, we can also bring a lab kit by if you need to pull a sample from the ash yeah, of some yeah. kind. Yeah. I kind of, I, I kind of like Prada's uh, idea of, of you yeah. know, doing the tourist bit during the day. You know, because then we're supposed to be here. And well, I was I was thinking though while we're here, um, I mean, if we block with our bodies the the, the 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 area between the pit and the house, we could use our flashlights to see what's in the pit. Maybe there's fragments of human bone, or uh, okay, you know, or if they were burning some sort of ritual paper that didn't completely burn kind of i mean anyone that's on like the second story of the house is gonna see that pretty easily i think but well if we're careful well look if we, look why don't we wait until like all the lights are out in the house we can kind of reasonably assume people have gone to bed and then we'll do what we can to, to block you know we only need it for a second the, the, the chances that somebody at this time of night is looking out the window Mm -hmm. Even if they were, we could get whatever evidence we need and be gone before anybody. That's got true. To That's us. true. Okay. All right. Just thinking there might be something, a clue, a piece of cloth, something that she was wearing. It didn't quite burn, you know. Then again, sure. it could all be just ashes, in which case. Right. Yes, we just need to be careful not to alert them. The yeah, last thing I, we I need is give them a minute to get back in their house so they won't hear yeah. us traipsing about. It's kind of hard to move through a cornfield and be quiet, to be honest. Yeah, but they're half a mile away by now, aren't they? GM? 
mean, they were heading to the house. The house is about oh, a yeah. half a mile away from the tree, right? Uh, the house would be about, yeah, uh, it would be a little, um, the lesser, you know, there's a little bit of a part down there at the bottom. So it'd be, you know, three fourths, uh, you know, three fourths yeah. of half a mile. So, you know, um, two, about two tenths of a mile or three they, tenths they can't, of a mile. They, they couldn't hear us if we were yelling. Probably. No, <laughs> um, probably not. Uh, if you were all the way at the tree and yelling, they would probably not hear you unless they were outside. Uh, and they might not even hear you then. So I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to wait a bit, wait until we see the lights completely turn out. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to sneak over to the pit and see if we can see anything that looks suspicious. Unburnt paper, bits of bone. Um, At night, that is? Yeah, right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I mean. You know, (laughs) yeah. So uh, it'll think about an hour or two. You think maybe about three o'clock. Uh, is when I think the, uh, the the last light turns off, um, and so it's you know maybe two two fifty seven when you see that, um, and so it is about you know three o'clock now. Um, it seems all the lights are off, um, and so you can easily kind of sneak back there. Uh, you, know, you make your way through um, the uh, the you know cornfields uh, in the neighbors, uh, and then you make your way back again through the apple orchard. You know, patch leads you back. Uh, you find your way back there uh, again to this little little site. Um, and by you know the light of one of your like phone flashlights or a flashlight if you brought one, you can somebody can give me another search roll just regular this time. My search. Oh, my search is good. Oh, sixty-six of oh nine this Shit. time wasn't. Okay, okay. I'm keeping an eye on the house because okay. searching and I don't come. Sure. Over. Um. Yeah. It seems like you know. Luckily. Um. Uh. You, you, you know, you would know farmers need to get up in a few hours at this rate. So everybody's definitely asleep at this point. Uh, maybe some of the youngins are, might still be up, but their lights are off. So there's that. Um, so you are able to, you know, as you're searching around patch this time, you are able to find, um, you know, you, you kind of dig around in the ground, you know, where you saw some of that earth that had been disturbed. Uh, and there's a patch that looks like it had been raked over with a hoe. And as you kind of kick it around uh, with your shoe and move around a little bit, you kick something hard, I mean, metallic, uh, and you find... Uh, the collar uh, of a dog, like a dog's collar with a metal like tag. And it says like, uh, it says rusty and it has a phone number to call. Um, and then, you know, seemingly there's a dog collar that seems to have been buried here. Did they just fucking bury the family dog because it died? I mean, that's what farmers do. They bury yeah, a family at, dog. Not at fucking one o'clock in the morning. This isn't the number for the farm, is it? It is not. Uh, it doesn't seem. It does seem to be a the a Ohio uh, like a dark Ohio, county yeah. uh, area code, uh, like you know just out it's like not. near near Arcanum outside of Cleveland, but not this specific farm. At least could be a it's a, it's a mobile number, so it could be one of their sure, mobiles, sure. but it's not the landline that's listed on the website. Hmm. Maybe the, we can look for fresh dirt. Yeah, because I'm assuming they bury the something. Ashes. You yeah. guys can look for yeah fresh dirt and see if they. I'm going to look something. for fresh dirt, especially around that tree. Um, it looks like there is, uh, dirt, um, that has been, like I said, uh, uh, like tools have been on it and, and, and it looks like stuff has run over it, like, uh, vehicles, either wheelbarrows or, um, like a tractor or like a cart that's, um, the, um, like the hay barrel, uh, ride that sort of goes through the apple orchard. It probably does a little circle in here. Uh, and so it does look like a lot of this is like loose ground, um, that has been either worked, uh, like I said, worked or run over with one of those vehicles. Um, uh, you, you do also see, um, 
uh, patch and, uh, you know, Prada, as you're looking through, you do look, you do see the ashes of something in the fire. Uh, so something was burned, uh, and like they used a lot of kindling so they could burn something. Um, you can actually give me, if, if you have a forensics, you can go ahead and give me a forensics roll and let me know what the roll is and what your score is. Cause both are going to matter. All right, Pawn, you're, um, you, you're a forensics guy, aren't you? Come, come look at this. I don't. I, I am I am absolutely not a forensic oh, I'm guy. A forensic guy. If, it's paradox. Paradox if is I, a forensic guy. If I see if I see paper, cloth, I or a bone, I'm okay. going to take it. Whether I whether I can identify what it is or not. Um and you're able to sort of look around, you maybe have a maybe take out like a pencil or a pen and sort of just poke around just a little bit, uh, maybe or some, or like a little piece of metal that is designed for this sort of thing. Uh, and you're able to see that by moving it around, there does look to be some crispy bits of something, like something was burned uh, and uh, was burned to ash here. Uh, and so that's why it's a consistent fire. Uh, it looked like a, some sort of small creature, maybe a, you know, a badger or a dog or a skunk or a raccoon, something like that was, was burned on the fire. Okay. And so little bits are in the ash. It looks like they burned something to ash here. And I'm going to take a, put my gloves on, put that in the baggie. Yeah. Um, and the tree itself, uh, looking at the tree, are the, is there anything carved into it? Uh, no, there's nothing. Uh, no, there's nothing carved into the tree. Um, however, excuse me, you do see that there is a... Um, uh, a few uh, sort of like rocks uh, or stones sort of around the tree, um, you know, like uh, little little stones, maybe like, you know, you could sit on them if you were gathered around or something like that. Um, you know, just that happened to be there uh, in the sort of gravel and dirt. Okay. So they might've just burned a dog to ash. Could have been just a pet thing. But it's an odd time for them odd. To be in the middle of the yeah near midnight. And but why burn a pet? Why not just bury it? That's that's just strange to me. I mean, I guess it's not illegal, but it just seems strange. Don't witches sacrifice things? I, I pawns the the resident witchcraft expert. I mean that lines up from everything you've read about, right? Is cut open something, read its innards. This is this is yeah, not. It's a- so everyone's a cult. Good. Even that's not illegal. It's just... See, who's a... Go ahead. I, I think I, I can't think of anything else to do. I think we should skedaddle. We yeah. can look at all this stuff in the morning that we've gathered. It seems like th- uh, three of you have a cult at 20. So yeah, you, you'd know that there are, you know, there are rituals that are like, you know, witchcraft rituals or pagan rituals or uh, you know, different types from different cultures that involve, you know, sacrificing an animal or like you even mentioned doing something with its organs or doing some sort of thing as a ritual or as a way to prophesize. The, there are definitely tales like that. You, you would know from uh, just sort of sort of a passing occult knowledge as a Delta Green agent. But those are those are those aren't real. Those are just things that. Yeah, most of it, mostly shamans and yeah. fortune tellers have been doing mm-hmm. for a thousand years. Um, yeah, let's go back. Maybe tomorrow we can infiltrate by pretending to be tourists. Do we want to peek into any windows? 
where they're all asleep in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. You said, uh, Agent Paradox, you said they were returning the tools to the shed. Neither of them seemed to have particularly heavy security. Didn't see someone fumble with a lock for a few minutes or something? No, I, I didn't see any okay. like handguns or any other arms. There might be farmhands sleeping in there. Right. Well, the okay. concern is if if we saw something that was heavily locked down, that might be where our missing scientist is. Maybe it's uh, maybe they're storing the scientists underground because I can't imagine having them on on the ground floor with windows. Right. Yeah, where some some tourists could just stumble in on accident. Yeah, they could right. they could be in a little shed somewhere out in the in the orchard, and we just didn't see it. True. Um, let's let's get a let's get a reading for what these people are like when we visit tomorrow. Because if they're all just, you know, hippie witches, then we might be barking up the wrong tree. Well, don't bring up Rusty, whatever you do. Anyone want to call this number tomorrow? I don't, that seems kind of strange now. Yeah, let's let's get out of here. Yep. Yeah, you're you're able to return to your vehicles um, without much uh, trouble. you, you do feel like if you um, didn't park in the parking lot, but parked like this in the day for too long, maybe the, the neighbors or one of them might notice. But um, it seemed like, you know, in the, in the dead of night, uh, most people in this part of the country are asleep. So luckily, right. you know, your vehicles were unaccosted. So you're easily able to get back and uh, head back. Uh, would you are you going to go to the little little town of Arcanum or slightly farther to get back to Cleveland to uh, get a hotel for the night or a motel? Didn't we snack? Didn't we get a little place? I don't think so. I, I mean, if we want to do it for I free, th- we can just go stay at Bell's house. Oh, not like yes. Theoretically, you if anybody comes there, they might be a little bit questioned at it, but you you could go to Beatrice Bell's house, I suppose. I'll Let's just stay near to. here. Yeah, I'll just, just rent a hotel, hotel room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you're, you're easily able to find, uh, you know, uh, uh, you can either, look, looks like your options are a family inn or a, a Motel 6. And so you can go slightly more sleazy and slightly more eyes for cheaper, or your beds are a little cleaner and you pay a little more. We've got to find a place that'll let us come in at this time of the morning. But there's more eyes there. Both of them are 24-7, so. Right. Seems like there aren't a lot of uh, hotels and motels in the area, but these two are the ones, so they're open. All right. We Motel could go six. to my place in uh, Dark County. Yeah, yeah, you, you could have, you could go all the way to uh, Steve's place, but that would technically be compromising your home address. That's true. So that's yeah. up to you. As a, that's up to you as an agent. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just no. go to Motel Six. Hopefully, we can, I can get a room that's a non-smoking room. Um, Parsnip, while we're since we're just kind of going for the night you want to see if you can track down who it is that's got that key logger on the laptop is that something you could just set up and then let it run yeah i i don't know if it would require monitoring to set it up and let it run 
No, I mean, obviously it would take some time to write the initial code, but uh, it yeah. will essentially uh, execute itself in sort of um, backtracing the virus. Yeah, I mean, it's three o'clock in the morning. I don't know how much longer you want to stay up, but if you're I looking mean, for something new. I mean, hell, we're, we've been up this long. Might as well make coffee and watch the sun come up. Yeah, put on a pot. I'll keep yeah. you company if you want. Fantastic. I'm going to, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, we have to get some rest so that we're frightened. But uh, yeah, we go with that. Uh, but yeah, basically, uh, you know, if you, if you want to set that up, you can take a few hours and get a, get maybe an hour or so less sleep than everybody else. But uh, unfortunately, the only penalty for that here would be that uh, you know, with uh, if you don't get as you know, if you don't get at least a couple hours, like four hours of sleep, uh, the first penalty for the first night is simply that you don't regain the usual willpower you would. So you know, usually on a night you gain a certain amount of willpower. I believe it is a it's a D four, I think. Uh, so you get a D four willpower back every night. But if you uh, did not sleep at least four hours, you do not get that. And if you do that a couple nights in a row, that's when you start to get penalties. Um, so had you you know projected on the bonds or used willpower for who knows what, and then uh, you couldn't regain it. But since you're 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 at least a light. You, you slept last night. You can you can lose lose a few hours. Yeah, I'll stay up. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. So the, you know, the, the two of you stay up a little bit. You get that going. Um, the uh, the virus has started. Uh, or sorry, the, the backtracing of the virus has started. Uh, the, you know, sort of the counter code uh, that you've written to sort of uh, follow that code is is going. Uh, and you even give it a little like basically what you do is you uh, like I said you you write the code to initiate. You know, you get it prepped and ready, and then you get the virus trigger. So you 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 know you type in you know Farnsworth Bell syndrome again, or you know Legends of Appalachia, um, and then the virus triggers again, uh, and then your code starts working. So it looks like it's good. Uh, perhaps it'll be finished by tomorrow morning. Uh, otherwise, it'll be finished at some point tomorrow that you can come back to. Need to roll for that. All right, it's up and running. We'll see what happens. All right, and then, yeah, right. and then so uh, a little bit after everybody else, you, you can all uh, get to sleep then, or the, the two of you can get to sleep and uh, join the others. Uh, what time does everybody want to wake up? Uh, I assume you want to get a couple hours, so... Seven, eight, well, nine. Oh, yeah. What's the idea? What time does the farm open? Uh, I think I think it is at seven. Right, let me double check. Um, uh, oh, sorry, it is actually open from ten a.m. until six p.m. seven days a week. Uh, or sorry, breakfast. that is the storefront, and uh, basically the same hours for the farm. Right. Uh, you might be able to stay a little bit later if you're coming back from picking apples late at night, but that's generally. They start closing down the store. They want to start closing down everybody else, kicking everybody out. Well, how about a hearty breakfast at the local Denny's before mm. going apple picking? Sure. Not until nine. Let's go at, at nine to ten. Sure. Yeah. So you, you all wake up around, uh, you know, uh, at the later side of eight, you know, or around, you know, eight or nine. Uh, get ready a little bit and head to Denny's around nine fifteen. Um, you, know, you all arrive, um, you know, greet each other, uh, you know. Parsnip and uh, uh, and paradox look a little bit more uh, weary, but nothing that is going to be anything substantial. You know, they're as soon as they get some coffee in them, they'll be fine. So, you call this coffee? Denny's, Denny's coffee. coffee yeah. <laughs> what did you expect? I think Prada's used a finer fare than this. They need a they need a, a Starbucks in Dark County, Ohio. Kind of pegged you for some artisan artisan type Prada, not Starbucks coffee is quite good, um, but 
Yes, I don't want to have to make my own coffee today. Did you did you find anything? Is the computer um, found where the virus? Looks like at 9 a.m., not quite yet, but it does look like it has made significant progress. So uh, you can probably come back uh, either after breakfast or by lunch. It should be done. We'll see what it yields, if anything. So we need to come up with a backstory. Where are we traveling? Um, where would we naturally be traveling to stop at this farm and take a look? We need a backstory. Can't we just buy tickets like every other tourist coming in the door? Well, maybe they'll be friendly and they'll talk to us. Say, oh, where are you from? You are the friendliest person yeah. here, Hades. I am very off. <laughs> I've been told I'm very <laughs> off-putting, so. They better not talk. Yeah. A ticket. yeah. I just want us all to be on the same page in case we're cornered. Chicago? Sure. And we're heading to somewhere in the opposite direction. I don't know. Um, oh, maybe some museum. Anywhere Arizona. south, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Florida. We'll just yeah, say Florida, Florida Atlanta, you know. You'd go this way. I don't know where Ohio is, actually. So. Biggest ball of twine is next on our yeah. stop. I believe Ohio's, you know, Right center, if that makes sense to you, kind of, kind of close, kind of below the Midwest. If that makes any sense, I do believe. <laughs> I've got. Could be on our way box. to Columbus or something for. Ah, that could also make sense. Yeah, you could be on your way to uh, Columbus or even festival. Yeah, even Cleveland. Yeah. Does everyone have uh, cover clothes? It's a good point. Uh, because you do have sort of the, like, you have clothes that would make sense for somebody that's investigating this kind of thing to go with your FBI badges, but right. I'm assuming people brought some sort of civvies. Uh, yeah, we'll turn uh, plain clothes. Mm-hmm. There's, a good, yeah, there's a goodwill near here. I'll just go get a big oversized sweater that can cover a little bit of body armor. Yep. Pawn's like, Timothy, they, 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 they told me to pack light. It's all business casual and suits. <laughs> <laughs> it's all FBI windbreakers. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, could, yeah. So you all get suited we, up. We could also say that we're ultimately heading to Washington, D.C. That's good, too. Sure. Yep. All right. Um, of course, I've got clothing. I figured you wouldn't be going undercover. <laughs> I could dress in a pumpkin suit. No. <laughs> no, I'm just dressing as I normally would. Um, I need to see if I can get a something. Maybe there's something I have here to take notes. Um, I'm going to pretend like I am researching for, you know, creating a, uh, a travel guide. Hmm, okay. So your travelers from Chicago heading to DC decided or Columbus was it? Well, it's the same. You go in, it's in a straight line. Okay. I just looked at the map. Yeah, so yeah, you're, you're coming from Chicago, you're passing through Columbus, you're going to go to DC eventually for some kind of art museum or conference or something like that. Um, wonderful. Yeah, and uh, and you are doing a you're doing a piece, <laughs> a travel guide. Yes, yes family uh, owned businesses that are you know, doing orchards and pumpkin picking so it's about 9 30 when you're leaving the denny's um yeah did you all, all want to go together and arrive together or what, what is the plan there 
I'd say we could say that we're all traveling together unless somebody wants to do something covert. I wouldn't mind driving my car uh, as well, considering what's in the trunk. Yeah, you got a good point there, Pawn. I'm not taking my bike. So. Hmm. All right, so two cars, it sounds like. Sure. Any, anybody going to go yeah. with Pawn or just Pawn by himself? I'll go. Okay, cool. So we got Parsed up in Pawn and then Patch Paradox and Prada. Cool. Yeah. All right. Are you both going to arrive at the same time in the parking lot or? Yes, I'm assuming that it's tourist season and there's people yeah. going in, so we should blend in easily enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, did you want to arrive right right at about, you know, 10 or just before, um, like, you know, as they're opening, or you want to wait, uh, you know, until a after they're minutes. already open? A few minutes. All right, sure. Yeah, so, you know, you pull in about 10, 10, uh, you know, uh, you know, 10, 10, 10, 15 by the time you're parked. Um, it seems like uh, there's a couple people here already. Uh, maybe some, you know, you see a family that's, you know, still just barely getting out of the car. You know, the mother is uh, taking the first of many of, of, you know, a couple children out of the car seats and, you know, getting them out of the car and, you know, getting them to, you know, make sure they have their boots on the right way. They're, you know, they're, they're um, you know, their clothes look all right. They're not, you know, uh, you know, their shirts, you know, partially tucked in or anything like that. Uh, there's a, looks like a, like an older couple's arrived as well. And they're kind of slowly making their way in. Uh, there's not a whole lot of people uh, on this day particularly, um, but there is, you know, a couple, like I said, that are arriving. So uh, there's many spots in the parking lot, of course. Um, you know, now that you get a closer look, um, you know, you can, you can see a little better the sort of buildings. Um, it looks like the, um, the, the smaller building that, like the smaller building in the middle uh, is the store. Uh, and then the building uh, on the, the leftmost building, actually, all the way on the left side, uh, seems to be probably the storage shed or, or and then, because uh, and you get that because the largest building here on the left, uh, the one uh, kind of in the middle left, that's the red one. That's the farm, uh, or rather, sorry, that's the barn, and the one next to it is the farm uh, farmhouse. Uh, so you got the barn, the red barn. There's the farmhouse, um, and then the store right there. Uh, you see that there, you know, the, the playground looks decent. A um, little bit old uh, on the, you know, a little bit on the older side as far as the, you know, equipment, but looks safe. Um, you do notice one thing particularly as as you're um, arriving and you're sort of, you know, getting, scoping the place out, there are a couple signs posted that say no dogs allowed. You know, they burned that, we found that dog collar too. I wonder what that's about. Mm. No, maybe they got a phobia of dogs. Can, can I do an occult roll to see if, you know, like, I, I know something like witches are afraid of dogs. Sure. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. You can do an occult roll. 87. Not that you're aware of. Yeah, no, 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 not that you can think of. Yeah, I can't think of anything like that. Maybe they just don't want a dog sniffing out the people they're, they've got hiding in the basement. I don't know. Doesn't Maybe seem they have chickens. Or... Seems strange. If we're going to lean into this idea of sorcery and witchcraft, seems a little strange. But we should look that up when we get the chance. When we're back tonight, we can see if there's any legends of, of particular entities that are afraid of dogs. And we know we have access to a dog. That is true. There is the bloodhound back at uh, BB's apartment. Or, Just sorry, in case. Her, her uh, little townhome, sorry. Ooh, yes. They'd what be afraid that? of yeah. a dog finding a dead body and digging it up. 
But Nobody you know, if we bring dog that dog here, they're going to boot us out. Like, we'd have to bring well, him after dark. We have to discover the significance bark. of what the dog does. Right. All right. Well, I'm I'm saying, you, you mentioned the lady with the kids and the old folks. Yeah. It's like everybody I, I see, I'm like, good morning. Good morning. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, the, the old couple's like, good, good, good morning. You know, good to see you. Um, are, are you here for the, the apples and the, you know, the, the, you know, the fresh goods or? Oh, well, I'm yeah, actually here just um, taking a look around. Uh, I'm uh, writing a travel guide. So I'm. Oh, wow. That'd be great. Places. Yes. Oh, that'd be great. You know, um, you know, we're from the next county over, you know, uh, uh, you know, the ladies, you know, talking to you, you know, as you as you pass by and, you know, she's like, you know, I got to say, I'll be honest with you. Their pumpkins are all right. You know, she's kind of like they're all they're not the best. But now the apples now those they say the apples are best in the county. You know, I come from the other county to get they're very good. They're great pie. Really good pie. Fantastic. That's good to know. And then, the, you know, the old man says, uh, yeah, good to see you. Come on, honey. And, you know, they, they start making their way over. It looks like they're probably here for some apples. You know? um, yeah. Family here is maybe, maybe here to pick some apples and pick pumpkins. You know, definitely a very good, you know, you can get a good, good, good couple hours of kid enjoyment. You know, get some produce to, you know, play around with or, you know, make some food out of for the, you know, for the, uh, the uh, uh, autumn season. Apple pie pumpkins would be fairly sour, like Granny Smith's. Um, so, all right. So let's let's have a look around. I, I suppose we can go into the store first. See if they've got jams and jellies and things like that. Yes. Yeah, so is everyone going to head into the store? Or? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You know, and as you enter, you know, you see um, it kind of confirms, you know, a lot of what you know what you saw on the website. Uh, it looks like they have some uh, fresh apple pies uh, that you know are for sale. They've got some cider, uh, you know, apple cider and cider donuts. Um, they also even have some, uh, there looks like uh, to be some alcoholic cider uh, that they serve that you can, uh, you can't drink it here, but you can, it's a, uh, it's jugged. So you can take it home uh, and drink it either hot or cold, how you like it. Uh, and then of course the, the cider they serve is non-alcoholic. So the kids can have it, eat it with the donuts or with whatever. Um, there's also some other things, you know, it looks like they've got some, uh, some pumpkin pastries kind of thing, uh, little, little bits and bobs. And they do have some, uh, some apple jam, in fact, you know, and some, maybe even some jelly uh, or like a jelly with preserves, whatever you call that, where it's got the little bits of fruit in it. Um, and, you know, like I said, a lot of craft stuff that you might um, regularly see, uh, you know, as you enter and you're looking around, uh, an older lady, uh, you know, uh, kind of matches BB's description a little. Um, her hair is a little more on the browner side, but she is a little taller. You know, uh, she's you know she's not too different from everyone else you've seen. Uh, and she even walks up. She's got a you know nice uh, you know name tag on her. It says Mary Lou. And she's like, oh hey there. You know, is, is the you know if you need any help with anything, you you do let me know. Uh, you know, we, we do do custom orders. If there's something you know you'd like us to bake up, you know, we'll, we'll call you when it's finished. You know, if you want some kind of other apple or pumpkin pastry, you know, uh, you know only about a month or so left. You know, uh, in the in the apple season, and your pumpkins are only going to be good for so long. So get them while you can. Well, uh, let me introduce myself. I am uh, Hades Vandermeer. You may have read something that I've written. I'm uh, an author. She said, oh, an author's like, no, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't, uh, I don't, by chance, uh, haven't heard of you. Most of the things I read have to do with, uh, you know, uh, comb crafts or farming. But um, I, you know, I'd love to hear we've got a local writer or, uh, you know, a writer in our little local uh, bit of town, you know. So what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep her busy, find out information from her, chit chat sure. with her, t- 
taste some of the goods because I'm mm-hmm. writing a book and I need to do all yeah. that. Yeah, so, so the other people you can kind of do stuff, you know. Awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, she'll even offer you maybe a sample too, sample or two, and you know, oh, kind of encourage you to buy some more. She's like, oh, you know, yeah, you could, uh, you know, um, you know, maybe you want to buy some, and you know, you could write a little, you know, you could even put a review for us in your tour book. I wouldn't mind, nice. you know, as long as it's an honest review. Uh, I can take some constructive criticism. Uh, and so you do occupy for a little bit. You know, you get kind of uh, a little bit yeah. of information. You know, she mentions, you know, that oh, you know, it's completely, you know, family style. You know, they've got a couple farm hands that. Um, that they uh, hire locally, but uh, most people are at least somewhat related to them, you know, mostly, you know, direct family or some cousins, you know, second cousins, uh, nephews. So that's, nieces, that's where I'm like going to concentrate on mm-hmm. is uh, asking her questions. It's like, so yeah. the, your family runs the place. And yeah. And uh, she doesn't, she doesn't want to give any too much personal information. You know, she doesn't give you names or anything like that, but she does talk about, you know, in general, the family, um, you know, and the, you know, that uh, it's been in the family for a while, you know, the Farnsworths, um, they moved out here a long, you know, a long time ago, you know, they've been in America for a long time. And, uh, and who's, you know, who's, farmers, in charge, craftsmen. who's in charge uh, of the farm? Is it uh, sort of generally owned by all of you? Or? Uh, well, yeah, you know, there's a couple of us, uh, you know, more, um, dare I say, elder members of our uh, family. Um, you know, there is myself, um, you know, we have, uh, uh, there is um, Jebediah, there's uh, James, uh, you know, we got Cindy. She's our tour guide. She's kind of our uh, public. Uh, what's you get? Uh, what's the public relations? relations. Yeah, yeah. Things. She's sort of our public relations. You know, she's good with them social media. She keeps our website and Facebook uh, and all them thingamajiggies going. You know, uh, make sure we have a presence there. You know, don't get a lot of landline calls anymore, unfortunately. But you know, the occasional uh, local usually uses uses that method. So you, uh, it's good for travelers uh, to be on the interwebular thing. Do you could you um could you arrange like a tour? I'm very oh yeah, of course. Um, we do offer uh, a tours of the farm. Uh, you know, we do include a little uh, mini tour. Uh, you know, if you uh, are interested in uh, picking apples, you know, we do give you a little hay bale ride if you're interested. Uh, back to the back of the farm, you know, you can pick your own apples. We got uh, uh we do have uh, this year. We got sour and uh, you know, green and red. You know, sour and sweet. Um, so we have, you know, one side, a couple rows on one side, a couple rows on the other side. Um, so we do have a little sort of mini tour. Otherwise, yeah, you, you know, we could do a full tour, um, you know, of the farm if you're interested. Uh, you, you know, uh, basically you book a couple hours ahead or, you know, if you come too late, we might schedule you tomorrow. Um, well, we're on our way to D.C., so we're going to be oh, in Columbus wow, okay. tomorrow. Um, we just stopped by. Somebody recommended as they said your uh, apple pies are delicious. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, the uh, uh, some people like the, the red, but I, I find the green are really, they're really quite good uh, or a mix, uh, dare I say. Uh, you're doing a nice mix of them. So uh, if 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 I need to arrange a tour, then I, I, I won't be able to do that. But uh, uh, well, I mean, unless... how many of the how many are you are in your group and how much you a, a bushel each well, or were you just getting the one? Uh, my friends are here with me. However, okay. they're they're less. They're not really interested. I'm I'm really interested oh, okay. for the the book. Um, okay. Uh, they might go on the tour. They might just wander around a bit. As you know, I, I could fit you in today. Uh, say two two p.m. You know, two o'clock. Uh, you know, I, I could uh, give you a tour then if you're interested. You know, uh, so, Cindy. You know, Cindy. Sh- she'll be free then. That's uh, four hours from now. Um, I just don't know that we'll be around. Uh, All right, no, no worries. You know, we're, we're here. Should, should you need it? Should you need us or want to? Can I try to 
Do we have persuade? I don't have persuade. Can I sort of use charm to persuade her into saying, well, I guess we can give you your own tour. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Maybe skip the line, you know, a little bit of a, a writer's, you know, a, you know, I'm, I'm look, I'm writing up, we're writing a tour guide. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll write a little nicely for in the tour guide. Yeah. I got a, I got a 55 out of 65. So that's the critical. critical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Critical. Yeah. Describe, yeah. Describe what you say for the, for the critical. Oh, um, well, I mean, I'm trying to make her realize that I'm going to write this up. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to write this up. It looks like a nice little operation, but I, I just might not have that kind of time to need to go. I understand. And, and you, uh, what, uh, uh, you said you're with, um, a, was it a magazine or a, uh, are you a freelancer? Uh, I'm with the Chicago uh, Art um, oh wow! Oh, so you're and you're doing like a, your own, your own travel guide, sort of. A, but and I'm sure they'll put it in that. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, uh, tell you what. You know, I'm gonna have to. I'll have to call up Cindy and see if she's free earlier. But uh, I suppose uh, somebody could give you a tour. Um, that would, that uh, would be say amazing. Maybe around eleven. Uh, you know, maybe uh, in in about an hour. Uh, All right. 11, yes. Yes. Eleven. Eleven fifteen. We'll call it. That would um, that would be sure everyone's there by then. Uh, I can take a look around. And, yeah, and just and in exchange, maybe you, you give us, like I said, a, a fair, but but um, a fair, but fair. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, cognizant of our welcomeness, uh, you know, cognizant of our hospitality, you will reflect that in your uh, fair review. <laughs> and 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 I'm, I'm sure I'll buy some of this. I like your apple butter. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, yeah. We make the jams and butters here ourselves. You know, uh, some of you know some of the of the uh, you know cousins and nieces and uh, nephews re re really get into that stuff. So uh, it's good. You know, we we like to let the kids. We, you know, they, they get their chores and stuff, especially as they get older. We like to let them sort of pick what they like. You know, that, that that's what they specialize. Uh, wonderful. Yeah. So you you know you have a long nice conversation. You set that up. Uh, meanwhile, what does everybody else want to do either in the store or sort of nearby while uh, at least Mary Lou, you know, one of the heads uh, of this place is sort of occupied? Uh, Agent Paradox, I think you had the first uh, behind the scenes chat. Yeah, so I was going to look around for any staff only signs, any restricted areas. Sure. Um, yeah, you generally, uh, as you're looking around, you see a couple people a couple of farmhands and, you know, more like, uh, you know, more people that, you know, look like they work here and, you know, they're among the family. Um, they're kind of walking around, they're starting doing odd jobs and this and that. Um, as you kind of walk around, you do see that um, generally most of the people are kind of staying closer towards the, uh, if you look on the map more the, uh, the parking lot store, um, uh, you know, playground area, you know, there's also a little spot where there's the roads there where they have the, they, you know, they launch the sort of, the, you know, the, the hay bale ride leaves and, you know, goes down into the orchards and, you know, through the pumpkin patch. Um, and so it looks like most people are conglomerated there. There aren't a whole lot of people on the other side uh, of the barn. Uh, so there's not a lot of people by the farm uh, house or the storage area. Um, you kind of see, and you look over, there is a kind of like a, a staff only sort of, you know, crudely, drawn on a stein, sort of stuck over by those two buildings there, uh, you know, kind of one by each one. Uh, you do see kind of as you're looking around with, the, with your alertness, um, you actually do see somebody uh, kind of like moseying around near the farm. Uh, and you kind of see him just sort of walking around. It looks like he's uh, maybe waiting for somebody to come back with a, an item or something. And he, he does have a, um, a double barrel shotgun kind of, do you know the farmer stance that sometimes you see him do where they're, they, they'll walk around with it half, the, it's uh, open. The shotgun's open on their arm. Uh, so they can like either the shells are already in there or the they're ready to put two in, but the gun is not 
it's not ready to fire. It's, 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 you know, cracked half halfway as double barrels go. Um, and that's kind of a sort of a, just a farmer rest stance. So he's, uh, he's got a shotgun, but he's not really currently using it. Um, looks like he's just sort of walking around, uh, maybe doing a little patrol, uh, kind of like a sort of security, uh, or he's waiting for the, you know, the plow to come back so he can do his version of the, you know, his, his share of the work. Okay. So it looks like a patrol or he's waiting for something. Right. Like there are people that are, uh, there are members of the farm that are observant and they're keeping their eyes out, uh, sort of things like that. Uh, like I said, while they're either waiting to do other work or that is their assigned work for the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to do anything too crazy right now. Yeah. Nothing too secure, you know, from, from what you've seen for your standards, but it's not just going to be a, you know, you can slip wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. And it definitely looks like uh, there's a lot of Farmsworth Bell syndrome, like oh, for, yeah. from I mean, all the staff. It's very not, clear. Not all of them have all of the features that Bell has, mm-hmm. but usually they have one or two or a couple, and they all kind of look similar to each other. Uh, and like I said, some of them especially look close to her and, you know, sort of just by they look, you know, they look like her and then he looks like, you know, they do or they look like, you know, the other ones look like the other ones do. So it's sort of all kind of a, a slight resemblance, you know. Okay. Uh, so it's you know you you do know that it seems like most people that work here are members of the family you know either second cousins or direct relatives that maybe you maybe you can kind of posit uh, with your investigative skill that the direct relatives maybe are the ones that look a little closer uh, and then maybe the distant cousins where it starts to look a little uh, different. Um, uh, some of them have name tags, but uh, it looks like most of them don't. Uh, it seems um, uh, you do see maybe like uh, uh, you see. Um, Jeremiah, the hay bale driver, is kind of smoking a cigarette uh, by the hay bale as he waits for the people to go through like the pre sort of, you know, this is what you're going to do. You take the apples here, you know, make sure not to jump off the hay bale while it's going, you know, that kind of little quick interlude. So he's waiting to, you know, drive the hay bale back for the first uh, party of people. Uh, And he is late. He does have a little name tag. All right, what is everybody else uh, doing while, uh, while Prada keeps uh, some of the, uh, you know, so keeps Mary Lou, uh, uh, you know, distracted, occupied? Um, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Paul, um, out in the parking lot, or if I was out in the parking lot standing, um, does any of the buildings look like they're open? Like uh, any of the uh, doors open? Yes, it does look like... Um, you can see that the barn and farmhouse appear to be open. Uh, you can't quite see into them necessarily from where you're standing, but you do see the door open. The door is open. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so it looks like they're going in and out, um, you know, taking things or uh, you know, uh, taking out livestock or taking out things. It doesn't look like there's any livestock out currently. Um, they probably don't have a lot that are going this part of the year, but uh, you, you, you get the idea that perhaps when the crops are not as in season, they, you know, they might be doing more livestock, uh, whatever they can manage here during those parts of the year. Um, okay. Um, I feel like I just kind of want to wander around uh, a little bit and just kind of be observant. Um, see if I could look, you know, look around, look into windows if there are any, um, you know. And, sure. Um, what, what, um, well, I mean, I don't want to be like overly yeah, like, uh, about it. I'm just kind of wandering around, taking it all in. That's kind sure. of sure. You can do a alertness or search in that case. 
no. Uh, yeah, you know, you're looking and uh, unfortunately, like a lot of the windows are kind of they're the lights are off or they're kind of higher up. So it's hard to see into them, you know, in the case of the um, living area. Uh, the other buildings don't seem to have very, window, very many windows, unfortunately, uh, or the only windows are the sort of um, the barn type windows. If, you, if you're familiar where you can kind of open up yeah. the part of the barn without opening up the rest of the door. Uh, and those don't appear to be open other than the, you know, in the case of the front barn is like, you know, half it's open, uh, which you can see. Um, uh, maybe I would say, you know, perhaps I can at least give you that, you know, you kind of, you know, look around a little bit, uh, and you kind of step so you can kind of see into the, can't quite see into the farmhouse too good, but you kind of see into the barn a little bit, uh, you kind of approach from the, um, the roadside, uh, you know, you can kind of just mosey along the road a little bit, uh, and you do see inside, it looks like they have, uh, looks like, looks like at least, uh, looks for, you, you see two cows, uh, and a goat, uh, uh, and it looks like there's some, uh, hay bales, uh, some other equipment uh, in here uh, that you might store in a barn, uh, and some extra, you know, feed and things like that uh, stowed away uh, or stored up, uh, and that's about all you can kind of see as you glance in. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, did Patch and uh, Pawn want to be doing anything during this time? Uh, yes, I would like to be looking for security cameras, um, and I sure. was wondering. Uh, additionally, what kind of power supply do they get? Is it above ground uh, lines? Uh, I do believe it would be. Um, uh, yeah, I believe it is, it is above ground lines. And then you do also spot uh, a generator or two. Okay. Uh, so I'm it does look gonna, like they have a couple things. I'm going to hop on the, the little apple train tour. I want to go back to that farm pit. Sure. Uh, and then, sorry, also to answer your other question, it doesn't look like there'd appear to be too many security, like there doesn't seem to be a lot of security cameras. You do actually see one that's uh, just in the store. Uh, and so they do have a camera that watches the inventory and things like that. Uh, but it looks to be just like an isolated uh, one camera system. Uh, the rest of the security seems to be just people that are either around doing work already or making themselves, you know, wandering around or kind of just hanging out in the areas where people might go that they're not supposed to during, uh, during the work hours or during the open hours. Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, you see Agent Patch, uh, you know, is uh, joining the, the group. Uh, uh, looks like the family is going to get up on the, you know, and go uh, pick some apples. Uh, the, uh, the older couple looks like to be appearing. Uh, they go inside to the store. Uh, they, you know, get some food. Uh, Prada would notice and sit down. So it looks like they're going to have a little bit of a breakfast, maybe do the next uh, apple, uh, do the next ride over. Um, anybody else want to join Patch uh, and the, uh, the family to go uh, ride back uh, and pick some apples? All right. <laughs> Looks yeah, like it's a, a, well, Agent Paradox. If you're not going with her, I will. Well, I, I was thinking, you know, there I have this farmer with a double barrel in front of the barn. I was hoping if I could wait a while, if there was a pattern in the patrol, and maybe just take a quick look inside. Good idea. I uh, I'll make sure our doctor doesn't run into any issues during the uh, hayride. All right, cool. Yeah, so uh, Agent uh, Agent Pond, Agent Patch, uh, you you know you all uh, approach uh, you know where the uh, signups are there. You know there's a, uh, a woman there. Um, uh, her name is Annie, and she says you know hi you know and she you know you, you sign up uh, you know you pay a little bit of a you know a little fee uh, that's sort of just for the kind of just for the apples and then the uh, ride and experience is sort of included in that. Um, and so it's you know maybe a, like a forty dollars for a bush bushel or twenty for a bag or something like that. You know they have a 
a couple options uh, for you to pick from. Uh, it looks like the family, you know, they're, they're going to get a couple bushels or, you know, a couple bags each on the, you know, like a bag for each kid and one bushel for the adults or something like that. Uh, and so you all, you know, uh, decide on your, you know, little, the size of how much you want. Uh, and you all, you know, get up on the, uh, you know, in the back of the hay barrels, uh, you know, sort of a ride they got set up. Uh, you know, it, it is more of a, you know, thing centered for kids, but it's a nice little ride. You know, it's a, it's very scenic, uh, very beautiful country. Uh, if you're into that sort of thing, um, you know, uh, very nice landscapes sort of uh, views as you ride along, uh, uh, you know, nice little trot back. Uh, and they, you know, they bring you all the way back. You do sort of uh, pass by that tree. You make a little uh, half circle around and you go uh, continue uh, down the road. Uh, and you, you end up in the back uh, and that's where you sort of get off. Um, uh, and that's where they ask you, um, you know, all right, we're going to go to... Um, the sour apples first, you know, you can add as many, uh, if you want to do all one, you can, otherwise you can half fill your containers with one and then half fill with the other. Uh, and so, you know, they go by sour first, uh, you know, they, you know, offer you to let you pick any apples, you know, the kids are happily picking, you know, they're joking, they're, you know, uh, you know, just making silly, no you know, noises and, uh, you know, uh, uh, they, they dare to even, uh, like one goes to throw an apple at the other and the parents like, what are you doing? Uh, and so, you know, it's, a nice cute sight as you get some apples. Uh, then they bring you over to the other side. Um, you get a chance to walk around a little bit um, and, uh, you know, get some uh, red apples as well if you want. Um, and yeah, is there anything else you wanted to do while you're out here uh, along the tour? Is there a... The tree is pretty far away the, the, where the fire pit was. I was going to say, is there kind of an oper window of opportunity to... It's, it's unfortunately in the away. middle so you went by it, um, and okay. so you know you notice you did actually. Um, you went kind of by the area where the campfire was, probably not directly over it, um, but you did go by, and then they took you to the back where you actually picked apples. Okay. okay. So um, we yeah, got. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say we've got sweet here, sour there. What's the uh, what's the big tree got? Um. Let me see. Uh, the big tree has, uh, has sweet, it has red apples. It looks like they usually have sweet and then they have sour when, when they are able to get it and grow it. Mm -hmm. I'm, th there's a, a guide here, right? Oh yeah. Uh, so, um, there is, uh, it's actually Annie, the woman you, you signed up with. Um, okay. so she kind of, you know, is making sure everyone's you know, doing the right things. And she's like, yeah, you know, uh, you can kind of look and see, um, you know, if, uh, if you're, if you're, if you're picking apples for, uh, for eating, you know, I would suggest, you know, you look for ones that are more like this, you know, you can tail kind of cause they feel like that. And then they're like, Oh, but if you want for a pie, you might even go for one of these. If you're kind of going for this kind of pie. Um, and so, you know, she's happy to answer any questions you might have and, uh, you know, point out for the kids. She's like, Oh, that looks like a good one. You know, that one's nice and big, you know? Uh, and so, you know, she seems rather amicable. Um, uh, you know, she looks to be, you know, maybe about 18 or early twenties. Annie, what is the, is there a significance to the Farnsworth family to that beautiful tree that seems to be the centerpiece of this orchard? Oh, uh, I mean, um, I, I don't suppose any, any more than the others. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, the oldest tree, I suppose. Uh, it's kind of, you know, the big, uh, big mama tree, like I, I like to call it of the, of the orchard. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's been pure and big as far as I always remember. Uh, I think it, like I said, it was one of the, I think my, 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 you know, my, my mama said it was one of the first uh, trees that was planted. You know, that's why it's so big kind of was the start of the orchard. Would you mind terribly if I picked an apple from that tree? I've heard the older trees give the sweetest fruit. Um, uh, I mean, we'd have to go 
uh, we'd have to go outside with the torch. We have to walk all the way over there. If you don't mind. Uh, I mean, uh, I suppose that would be something to maybe uh, hook up with uh, with uh, with Mary Lou, um, my aunt. Um, just because I, I can't really quite leave the tour group. Uh, right, I understand. But you could try to persuade her, though. It seems like she wants you to go sort of go through the proper channels for that. Sure. But you could you could try to press. Oh no, I have. Well, oh well, hold on, actually. So there's there's theoretically more I'll than try one try skill it. you I'll could try. try. Yeah, you want to try with I'll persuade, try or sure. yeah, what, yeah, what are you going to say? My only social skill. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what are you going to say? Um. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm here with a group that is working on a piece showcasing local artisan homegrown farms. And I, then if I could just get a sample of your best fruit, that would really give a glowing review. Give me something lovely to say about this farm. Plus, it's so beautiful. It'd make for a really good picture of the article, just the centerpiece of this beautiful old apple tree. Uh, oh my god 25 out of 40 i actually right. got that <laughs> and she's like all right well i guess all right re- re- real quickly then um you know and she says uh and you know she says everyone uh, now uh I'll, I'll be right back and you know and she takes um uh a uh, you know she looks up to uh to to jeremiah who's like kind of nearby uh still on the hay bale uh you know you know hay, hay bale ride and he's and uh you know the uh the uh, little little tractor that's pulling it and he says uh oh I'll, you know I'll, I'll i'll wait here you know and she's like yeah sure. just, you know keep an eye out uh and she's like yeah i got it um you kind of kind of half lazily uh you know looks over to the people um and yeah so she takes you over she also grabs a um uh, a picker like a long picking tool sure. yeah, uh because yeah. it's a very tall tree um and she takes you over and you know uh she kind of looks a little bit you know nervous but um you know she wants you know she's like well like i guess that makes sense to me if you're going to give us you know a, a nice uh you know a little bit of publicity you know i guess we can offer you an apple uh, i don't necessarily I don't, this is any better anyone, but Annie. sure i won't tell anyone this is this is a very appreciated act that you're doing okay thank you anyone about it sure and she said do you, you know how to get this thing up there and of course of course and all right you know i'll do a little bit of that a little bit of like take a picture with my phone, like do the action. Sure. Like, yes, I'm doing all of this. Um, but like, is the fire pit still there? I know I can't like comb through it. Yeah, uh, here, I mean, it looks like uh, the, the remnants are a little bit there. It looks like they've been sort of kind of cleaned up this morning. Uh, so it's, there's a little bit of earth that looks, still looks like it was disturbed last night uh, okay. and kind of like something was burned. But the most of the remains have been sort of, uh, you know, kind of moved around Rainbow, or kind of, yeah, or, okay. or sort of flattened out so that things could go over. All right. Well, if there's nothing else to see here, then I'll, you know, do that, go through the motions and then. Yeah. She's eager to, yeah, she's eager to get back to the group and you all finish your apple picking. Is there anything else you wanted to do upon while you were out on the little tour? Uh, No. Uh, And then she, you know, you know, as you're going back, she says, yeah, and that's, that's our wonderful, you know, apple orchards, you know, uh, we're famous around the County and, you know, Ohio for, for the apples from those trees, Uh, you know, said been here a while, you know, our, you know, our whole, our, our family farm, so to speak. Uh, she says, you know, of course, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, you've heard of our, of our pumpkins as well. I mean, you know, make sure to get them while they last. They won't be here long, just like apples about to go out of season. So uh, now do, do, now do a reminder, even outside of season, we have, you know, jams and butters and things like that. Uh, do last a little longer. So if you want, 
you know, your Apple fixings, you know, do stop by that store on the way out. <laughs> and she says, all right, well, here's sort of the end of our tour. You know, we're coming back to the, you know, our wonderful little playground over there and parking lot. And, you know, that's where we got the, you know, the storefront up there that you can, uh, and, you know, with the little, my little station right by it. So, uh, you know, do, uh, do see me if there's anything else I can help you with. Otherwise you can see my aunt Mary Lou inside the store. Um, you know, uh, happy to have you back uh, in the future. Uh, thanks again for coming on the tour. Please exit to the store. <laughs> yeah, we'll meet up with, unless I ponded, do you want to do anything or do you want to just meet up with the rest? No, she was too cheerful. She gave me a headache. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's, let's, let's meet up with everyone else. All right. Yeah. So you all, you all uh, meet up, uh, you know, sort of just outside the store or perhaps inside it uh, where Prada was finishing up uh, and, you know, got a thing arranged. Uh, should he desire? Yes, I mean, I am waiting for the tour. Uh, uh, in the meantime, I think I'll just walk out and walk over to the bumpkin patch. Mm -hmm. uh, and yes, I said bumpkin patch. Um, I'm keeping my eyes out for where people are not going. Uh, but just sort of cataloging it in my head. Uh, uh, other people that are visiting or touring the farm or where st there's uh, workers aren't going? Workers, people that are. Okay. Uh, like if that building, nobody ever goes into that building because it's right. got all the dead bodies um, in it. <laughs> you see, uh, let's see here. Um, uh I guess I should note there's also um, as you're kind of looking around, you do see that they uh, now that it's getting closer to lunchtime, they're starting they're setting up a little food truck uh, kind of on the side of the store. Um, it looks like there's kind of people uh, everywhere. It seems that now that it's uh, during the day, uh, most people most people aren't at the uh, like living quarters, so you don't see many people coming and going uh, uh, now that everyone's sort of up and working. Um, you imagine maybe some people are sleeping to do later shifts, but. Um, uh, you know, you obviously like I said, you know, uh, it doesn't seem like a lot of movement coming in out of there. Um, generally, um, most of the buildings people are going to, uh, you see a couple people go over to the equipment shed and get some equipment. Uh, one person uh, goes in and takes a tractor out of there uh, and, you know, drives a tractor out, uh, closes it behind them, you know, uh, you know, puts the little padlock back on. Uh, you know, you see the farmhouse doesn't seem to be getting a whole lot of use, but um, there was some people going in and out uh, at the beginning of the day, uh, you noticed, uh, or, you know, Paradox did when uh, when he sort of looked around. Um, so, I guess the, the two of you, sorry, the two of you do notice that uh, man, the guy with the shotgun, uh, he does seem to be, uh, you, you do see him now. Uh, now he doesn't have the shotgun anymore, and he is pushing a, a wheelbarrow uh, towards the pumpkin patch. In uh, reconnaissance, what I'm trying to do and if, if I get on this little tour, my questions are going to be, um, so where do you make your product? Where do you, uh, you have a professional kitchen and you work in it? And where do you make your pies? Where do you do all of your canning and things like that? I'm hoping to get glimpses into places that people don't normally get to go. Right. All right. Um, but my tour hasn't really started yet. Yeah, see, so is there anything else you wanted to do or mention to each other before we move on to who's going to go on the tour? I'm, I'm, 
I'm not going to, well, if I'm still chatting with people, I'm actually trying to find out more about their family. So I heard the name James uh, and I'm trying just for somebody, you know, maybe that's chatty. It's like, oh yeah, my grandpa's been around for 400 years. Or I feel like this could be, um, I would say either uh, maybe a philosophy or luck roll to just sort of kind of pick somebody out that you think might be a little bit of a slightly more of a black, have a little more of a blabbermouth. Do we have philosophy? Or, did I say philosophy? I, sorry, psychology is what I meant. Let's a little see brain psychology. fart there. I think it's human. I don't even see how. I, oh, sorry. Yeah. Human. Correct. Wow. Yeah. My bad. Sorry about that. Too many games. That or luck. <laughs> With different rules. Yeah. Uh, yes. Human, which is human intelligence, which is basically psychology, reading people, things like that. My human is 45, and I wrote okay. a 45. Hey. All right. Right on the money. Um, sure. You kind of look around. Um, you do see, as you're kind of walking towards the pumpkin patch, uh, there does seem to be a, a man uh, who's kind of like, uh, you know, checking pumpkins, making sure none of them are having spots or blemishes. Um, you do see, you know, when some of the kids are coming by, you know, he, uh, he, he kind of plays around with them and kind of, you know, laughs with them. And he seems friendly. He doesn't seem, uh, doesn't seem the brightest of the bunch, but he does seem like um, he knows where on the pumpkins uh, and he seems kind of jolly. Uh, and, you know, like I said, he you know, seemed very good with the kids, um, kind of got on their level kind of thing. Uh, so maybe maybe you can get something out of him just because he doesn't know better. But good morning. How are you? Oh, hey, you know, I'm, just, I'm having another another brat day on God's green earth. How about you? I'm doing very well. So how does one how does one judge the best way to pick a pumpkin? How, how do you mean? Well, for instance, let's say that uh, for Halloween, I'm going to carve a pumpkin mm-hmm. and I'd oh, like well. a large one. What what would be the best? Well, what would last mm. the longest? Oh, hmm. Are you, well, are say, you a member of the family? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, most of us are, you know, uh, at least in some way, you know, maybe loosely. Uh, for some how, how, how old does he look? Uh, he, he looks to be about maybe, you know, 30s, you know, kind of younger, uh, like, you know, starting to become more of an older, you know, starting to become an adult kind of thing. You're one of the younger people working here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 my name's uh, uh, Bobby James. Uh, uh, yeah, Bobby James, uh, you know, Bobby James Burns. Yeah, Bobby James Burns. Uh, my uh, my my uh, my mama was a member of the. She she was a Farnsworth. Oh, she was a Farnsworth. I see. Yeah, my Farnsworth. my daddy my daddy was Burns. Yeah. Farnsworths go back quite a ways, don't they? This is oh this yeah, is for sure, for while. sure. Um, oh yeah, he and he, you know, in Ohio and Kentucky, real, you know, real, real, real roots there for sure. Um, how many how many generations do you have here? Grandfather, like, great grandfather. Well. Wait, uh, uh, is an is an uncle is a grand uncle a generation? No, that's not a generation, right? Well, no, I mean, right, grand so. is a generation, right? But not like I don't got to count the uncle separately from the. No, we can count them the same. I mean, are you, you mean this farm or the Farnsworths? Well, do the farms Farnsworths have a separate uh, farm? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, some of them are are in Kentucky, I believe. I, I don't know. We're kind of spread out. Uh, a lot of us moved to Ohio. Uh, like, I mean, I, they, I didn't, but some of them moved to start the farm, I think. Uh, I remember my mommy talking about that. Um, 
Uh, let me see here. Uh, they've been around for quite a while. Uh, I think at least five, five. We've four or five at this farm for sure. Hmm. I think because I got my my, my daddy and my grandpappy, my great grand, my and then his grand, and then I suppose there was another one in there. Yeah. Wow, they must be uh, doing really well. It's the apples, yeah. right? The apples make you healthy. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Everybody it was says, a, an apple a day keeps the yeah, doctor, keeps the doctor away. away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, you know, it unfortunately they are they are seasonal, but they are uh, they are rather good when they're in season. We got products going for the whole year, so um, we rely a little bit on the goats, uh, the cows and goats, and other stuff a little more during that time of the year. So, in order to, I, I think this guy's chatty. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep my eyes out for other employees. And if they start coming near, I'm going to immediately turn back to the pumpkin picking. You know, okay. So that sure. they don't say, you know, Bobby Joe, you're not supposed to talk. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, Cause yeah, you, you can do that. You can definitely do that. Uh, let me see here. Uh, yeah. Or is your goal to try to, yeah. So what are you going to ask him to try to get a little I'm, out of him? I'm, I'm trying to get as any kind of information that might end up being relevant. Uh, so my next question would probably be, so do you, do you make the jams and jellies and pies and stuff? I'm knowing that probably oh, yeah. mom does or grandma does. Or- yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, my, uh, my, my aunt, uh, you know, Mary Lou, um, you know, uh, we got, a uh, uh, Beth, you know, Mary Beth, my cousin, uh, uh, what was this? Uh, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel likes working on them. Uh, they do a lot of the jams and butters and stuff. We got, a uh, we got a full kitchen, you know, uh, plus, uh, basically like a little mini cannery, I suppose, uh, in our, uh, you know, in our little apartments, you know, living area type thing. Um, so yeah, all that's made on site mostly. Um, and you know, like I said, we, we you know, we, uh, rely on our, uh, our two cows and our goat for butter and cheese. Uh, the rest of the products are purchased locally, usually from other farmers. Uh, we go to the store over in, uh, Arcanium to get the weird stuff, I guess, you know, like, uh, you know, sugar. The, yeah. Right. Th- things we, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And anything, you know, that might be different, like if we need cinnamon or cardamom or the, the what's the, the starry thing for, you know, pies and the like. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I just like I eating them. I, I, I got to admit, I just like eating them. I bet, um, I bet it smells like apple pie around here all the time. Oh, yeah. Apple or pumpkin, you know. I, I don't know how to make a pumpkin pie, but I sure know how to pick one. And it's like, yeah, you know, uh, it's funny. The pumpkin, the good pies good for pumpkining are different than pies good for carving. Some people don't like to hear that because they want to just get one, take the insides, make the pumpkin pie. But really, you kind of get one of the like flat ones with a you know really flat bottom. Uh, some people cut, they cut the bottom and then they set that flat for the carving. But I, I don't, I don't like cutting the bottom because actually that's going to make the uh, pumpkin dry out faster. So I try to get one that's really got a solid base, so I don't got to wobble it around and I don't got to cut a cut a line. So this will go on for a while. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, th- probably until your until the time for your tour. Okay. Yeah. So does anybody else want to do anything before uh, Hades and whoever wants to join him goes on the little tour of the farm? Have like a like an art history kind of you know something framed and cutesy that talks about um, the history hmm. of the farm, like the first Farnsworth and where it all came from, or anything like that. Unfortunately, no, they're not super public about that kind of stuff. It's mostly sort of an oral thing that, you know, you'll hear about from people. Um, uh, they do have maybe like a, a couple uh, 
uh, portraits, uh, like, you know, there's some portraits of uh, family members, uh, mm -hmm. you know, ones that have uh, maybe passed away or like the important ones in the shop. That's about it. Um, and those aren't necessarily labeled. They're just sort of on the walls. Maybe if you ask Mary Lou. Okay. That was my only thought. Yeah. Cool. Does so, the store, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just wondering about the man with the shotgun. He was uh, yeah. outside of what you said, the barn. Mm-hmm. And he no longer has a shotgun. He's off. I wanted yes. to peek inside the barn. Sure. Uh, it looks like uh, you can kind of peek in through the uh, like uh, the open barn door, mm -hmm. um, and you do see that there does appear to be a, a man. Uh, it, uh, it does say on the inside of the door. By the way, it's again one of those like uh, um, uh, you know staff only. You know must be. It's like must be accompanied by staff. Uh, in this case, it says, uh, and you do see he is actually in there. Uh, the uh, shotgun is resting up against uh, the inside of the uh, cow pen, and he is currently milking uh, the cow in the other pen, or like the, the pen right next to them. So he's got like, it's, it's not leaning up against near him, but uh, it's, you know, up against the other wall, so the cow doesn't knock it over or anything. Mm. So do I notice anything out of the ordinary? No, it just, you know, just seems to be some people doing work. Uh, you do notice they do have a, a shotgun handy, which... It's a little, little peculiar to have it that close, but not at all absurd to see a farmer have a shotgun and even to carry, have them around because, you know, you probably, probably use that for varmint and different things like that to keep, make sure mm -hmm. nothing eats the pumpkins or the apples or, uh, you know, tries to go after the livestock when they let it graze. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to get out of there then and meet up with the group. Yeah, you all sort of meet up. Uh, and it looks like, you know, about five, five or ten minutes until the time of the uh, Prada's a uh, little uh, custom tour. Um, uh, you see, uh, uh, you actually do see somebody uh, come out. Uh, if you if you're looking towards the uh, the living area, you do see someone come out. Uh, a younger woman. You're guessing probably Cindy, uh, and she goes to the storefront um, probably to talk to Mary Lou. Uh, and you know, looks like it's the tour is about to begin. So who would like to go with Hades? The tour. Hades patch paradox cool. Uh, and then, are they are they looking like they will be heading towards the uh, the farmhouse or is that a separate thing? Uh, you imagine oh, they will because the, the, yeah. the you know they did offer a more like like she said the more complete tour the which would, you would imagine would include the things you don't get on the hay bale ride. Um, then more gonna, than happy to join. Yep. Cool. So Parshnip, did you want to maybe uh, take this time to check back or do you want to go uh, on the computer or did you want to go with them? Um. No, I'll, I'll, well, yeah, I'll go on the tour. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, because you can always, when, by the time the tour is over, it'll probably be lunch. So it should be, you'll, you'll know for sure it's done by then. Um, so now, very specifically, as we're on the tour, I'm going to keep my eyes out for anything that looks remotely occult, you know? Yeah, I mean, luckily, except for a cross hanging on the wall. Uh, unless, unless for some reason you end up being kind of, quickly move through someplace. I'm going to go ahead and give you all the benefit of, you know, in Delta Green, if you're not uh, super pressed for time, you don't necessarily have to roll a skill. If you have it high enough, at say a 40, a 60 or 70 level, that might get you something. So I'll consider, you know, kind of like passive perception in D&D for those of you who play that, I'll be using the alertness skills at their highest rather than making you roll them. So also, um, if you're um, in a place to see something, I'll mention it to you. Also the lack of religious artifacts, if there's no cross on the wall, I mean, in Ohio, in rural Ohio, that would be really weird. Yeah, you didn't see any in the storefront. Uh, you get the idea that maybe that is uh, Cindy and the younger members maybe kind of mentioning that they don't want religious iconography right next to where they're selling products. Um, but, um, you know, as far as uh, 
a lack thereof, you know, like you said, there, you don't have seem to have any seen any in the public facing sides, but now you'll get to look at the more okay. private areas. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, and so you actually start, um, you do start kind of right at the storefront. Uh, you know, Mary Lou introduces you to Cindy and she says, oh, sorry, you know, I just got uh, ready, you know, I'm coming in a little earlier than I thought today, uh, you know, uh, you know, tomorrow you know, is usually, you know, I usually do early days. Anyway, uh, wonderful to meet you. You know, I'm, I'm Cindy. Um, I'm, a, you know, one of our tour guides here, you know, uh, handle a lot of the relations and social media and stuff like that. So I'm happy to answer any questions about, you know, us and our family and the farm. Um, so yeah, we'll do a little more of a complete tour here, kind of thing we, uh, you know, uh, give for people, you know, kind of the, the neighbor special or, you know, kind of the um, special to people who are interested in uh, doing large scale orders from us, you know, we usually give them this kind of tour. Uh, somebody that's doing a piece like, you're, you know, yourself, uh, we might get this kind of thing or doing a news story, you know, we might take a reporter. Uh, so, you know, come by this way, we'll actually go around, uh, we'll go by the roadside here and then we'll kind of make our way to kind of a nice loop around the, the farm sort of. Uh, and so, uh, and she takes you and she says, you know, of course, you know, you've been to our wonderful storefront, you know, uh, that and the food truck we got going, uh, you know, uh, the storefront opens, you know, right at 10, food truck opens at lunch, uh, closes for a little bit. Uh, we open up again for dinner right before we close, um, you know, dinner, dessert type things. Um, uh, and she, you know, she walks over, so yeah, so here we got our farm. Uh, you, you'll note that we have uh, two cows and one goat. Uh, we also sometimes bring in other livestock, like additional goats and cows during the, uh, uh, the uh, non, uh, you know, out of season uh, months, just to, you know, we have a little more space, a little more area. Uh, so we sometimes bring in different livestock, st stuff like that. Um, I think they used to do sheeps too, maybe, but uh, it's hard to compete, you know, with the People are going for like a full sheep farm with the amount of wool they put out really hard to compete with the, their rates. So we ended up, I think they ditched that 10 or 20 years ago. Um, but yeah, here we go. You know, so I said, you know, we got the barn right there and she, she kind of brings, she, you don't quite go into the barn, but she'll even open up the other door and give you a nice look, you know, point out, you know, that's, that's Bessie, you know, uh, that's Mary Beth, uh, not to be confused with actual Beth or Mary Lou. <laughs> We've done that before once, you know, <laughs> after having some cider, <laughs> we didn't hear that for a week. Uh, me and my sister. Uh, oh, geez. Uh, but, you know, and she kind of shows you the animals. Um, uh, Ma'am, I have a question. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. So we have a section on ADA Accessibility, American Disabilities Act. And I noticed that you okay. have signs saying no dogs. What about people who need seeing eye dogs? Well, see, the unfortunate part with that, we might... We might make uh, an exception uh, if they call ahead and that mm. in certain areas. But the reason we do that, it's really unfortunate, is that um, dogs are just tenacious creatures. I mean, not all dogs oh. are bad, but generally, whenever we have people with dogs around here, they like a pumpkin will be, you know, a pumpkin will get splat or an apple will fall off a tree and they go running. They're like, I got to have that food. And, you know, we can't have that. You know, there's legal reasons, you know, um, that my, my aunt could go into you more about, uh, I don't know about how much is that more of the social relations mm -hmm. side, but you know, if somebody eats a bad piece of pumpkin or a bad apple and then their dog gets sick or God forbid dies, we don't want to be blamed. Uh, we don't want them eating our products, honestly, to be, you know, we use a lot of that for compost or some of that can be, um, uh, fed to the animals. Uh, you know, sometimes, like I said, we do pigs, uh, on the off season. So, Really, it's just a sort of a safety thing. Uh, we don't want our product. Uh, and it's really for the safety of the dogs, too, like I said, because some of these some of this stuff, you know, when you grow 200 pumpkins, 400 pumpkins in a in a in a, in a week or in a season or a month, you know, some of those pumpkins don't you know they're not the best. You know, some of them don't get get picked. You know, some of them get a little rotten in areas. Some of them just you know, kind of have a gross such. So sometimes an animal will gnaw on them before we get before, we, you know, shoot away with a BB or a shotgun shell, you know, or some shot mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, and so we typically don't want to 
serve, you know, any person or animal stuff that's been chewed on or, you know, wilted or broken or, you know, abscessed or for any, you know, to be, we don't see a lot of that kind of thing. But if any of it shows up, we make sure not to serve that product. And uh, just, as I said, more of a formality with the dogs. It's hard to keep them, even when they're on a leash. I mean, they run, you know, with the leash and oh, they're already eating it. No, no problem. I, I totally anyway. understand. And, you know, she, she does, you know, uh, you know, explain that. And then, you know, she continues on. She, you know, leads you away from the farm, you know, closes the one door. Um, looks like, you know, the one guy is finishing up milking. Uh, he's, you know, grabs the shotgun and leaves, you know, heads towards the, uh, uh, you know, maybe back to the, the main house to go talk with somebody or get, you know, do some other job. Um, you do see somebody coming out uh, of the um, equipment shed. Uh, they've got like a, uh, looks like a hoe. Uh, they're making their way towards the, the um, towards the uh, orchard. Uh, she does open it up. Uh, you know, or sorry, it's, it's already open, you know, uh, as the, like I said, the guy's, you know, grabbing the thing and leaving. And so she does leave it open for a second, you know, she's, this is our equipment shed, you know, mostly just uh, farm stuff here. Uh, this is where we park the tractor. Um, uh, and, uh, those of you, let's see here. Uh, those of you with a uh, high alertness, I know a couple of you have uh, 60 or higher. If you have 60 alertness, you get, you know, you just get a little brief glimpse, you know, she mentioned like, yeah, that's where we keep the tractor. You know, you can see we've got farm tool equipment's there, you know, some of it's already out in the, out in the field or in the orchard. And then she goes ahead and closes it. And while you do notice though, given that the tractor is gone, where you kind of see the sort of dirt or sort of embed a dirt and dust where you imagine the tractor usually sits, under where the tractor usually sits is some kind of uh, a door or a panel uh, that leads into either a crawl space or extra storage or something. There. So, and, and so that's, that, you know, that's our equipment shed. Um, any, you know, and she kind of starts leading you, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, by the farmhouse now and kind of, you know, back towards the, that way. So like any, any questions, uh, as we continue? No, All just right. for the game master. Yeah, sure. Uh, did I notice anything strange with the, uh, with human int, any signs of um, nervousness or lying when I talked about no, the dogs? No, it seemed like, uh. She, it seemed like she was a little like one of those kind of things where she's like, I know it's, it's policy. It's like, kind of like, it's, mm. Oh, it's corporate policy. It's kind of that kind of attitude where she's like, even if you might have a right point, I there's nothing I can do about it. You know, it's a family rule, yada, yada. Okay. So uh, it seemed like she wasn't super eager to um, she, she didn't really, she was kind of concerned when you brought up the, like, uh, you know, uh, you know, disability and providing for those kind of people. Cause she's like, Oh no, we don't want to do that. But um, it's not like she's a, uh, hiding any deep secret that she knows or anything like right. that. Um, but yeah, and you know, she leads you over and she's like, you know, we also pass by the farmhouse here and, you know, she kind of cracks the door open a little more so you can see, you know, again, more, more storage and more things, you know, hay bales, uh, different things. Looks like more seed, you know, kept up above on the shacks and things like that. Uh, so anything that they couldn't fit in the equipment shed or the barn itself, it go, ends up here. Um, and, you know, she, she lets you take a look for just a moment and then again, uh, puts that, or I guess she, she leaves that door kind of as much open as it was. Um, uh, you know, you see, um, looks like uh, another person comes by and as you're leaving, they enter the farmhouse uh, and they grab a, you know, a bale of uh, hay or uh, straw and they take that over probably towards the, um, the hay bale ride, replace one that's, you know, getting low or uh, add an additional one for, you know, an extra, you know, an extra seat or something like that. Uh, so like there's some movement in and out of these buildings, but uh, not necessarily all the time. There's periods where they go sort of, um, just sort of, you know, open, uh, but there are a lot of people sort of walking around or keeping their eyes out. Um, and so, you know, she begins leading you back. Uh, she leads you now on the map to the um, uh, the more top left sort of side of the pumpkin patch and orchard and begins to walk you sort of along the orchard. Uh, and she's like, you know, here's our wonderful pumpkin orchards, you know, we have every year, um, you know, uh, you know, certain, you know, as, as a, 
you talk to, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, Bobby James, you know, he could tell you, you know, uh, uh, we got some pumpkins here that are good for carving, others are good for pies. You know, some are good for, uh, you know, just decoration. You know, I know a lot of people like to get the little pumpkins or squashes and put them on tables and stuff around the autumn and things like that. Uh, you know, sort of festive up the place. Um, she brings you around, you know, she brings you to where one of the dirt paths sort of goes through the pumpkin patch. And so she brings you to the edge of the orchard. Um, and she says, you know, here, you know, was where our, uh, you know, our sour apples start up here on the, you know, on the left side, if you're looking at the map, you know, with the road sort of like that. Um, and then, you know, as we go all the way over to the right side, that's where we have our uh, sweet on that side, you know, uh, of course we got our, you know, sweet big mama apple tree in the middle there, you know, one of the oldest trees in the orchard. Uh, and she kind of just walks you along the, uh, outside edge kind of in the middle of the farm right between the pumpkin patch and orchard um she says yeah you know if you like to go deeper in the orchard you know uh you know we offer that you know almost every day uh we're open uh during the season uh you know you can take the, the hay bale ride back and pick apples um uh you know if you want to get a closer look there uh, and she brings you all the way over and she says you know here's a uh, kind of where we have our little you know roads that go between everything uh and she finally brings you up to the uh, playground She's like, you know, here, of course, we offer a nice little playground for the kids. You know, we like, we know, we know how they, uh, you know, families love to come pick apples and uh, pick pumpkins together. Uh, and so people always get a, uh, have a good time there. Uh, and then finally, she does lead you back uh, to uh, the uh, apartments. She says, this is where we, you know, we live. Uh, we've got our kitchen, you know, we got a full, uh, full decent sized kitchen, you know, of like a nice home and uh, a little mini cannery there. You know, uh, uh, we got a, one of them fancy, uh, Bottlers, you know, the bottles, jugs and bottles or when we you know, have a hard cider and a cider to go, um, uh, you know, so most of our products are made on site, you know, uh, anything else as, a, as was mentioned is sourced locally. When do you, when do, you do oh. that? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, that's a question, but also uh, just asking about any cold storage. Um, uh, cold storage. Wait, well, um, you mean like refrigerators? Yeah. What do you do for that? Oh, yeah. We, we got two big refrigerators. Uh, we also got one of them um, freezers where we keep uh, meat and uh, things, you know, that we want to freeze over, um, stuff like that. Uh, any products or, you know, kind of large scale stuff, uh, you know, uh, which is basically like, you know, you would imagine is like the common sort of industrial or like hunting sort of freezer where you could, big enough, you could put a whole piece of, you know, a whole rack of venison or something like that, keep it for the winter or keep how it, you know, many, cold for a longer time. How many months of the year are you closed? And she says, well, uh, our, our store and uh, our store is open uh, pretty much all year. Uh, we run food truck and we, you know, we, we do the food truck whenever there's enough people to make it worth it, you know, open it up and, you know, keeping everything going. Um, uh, other than that, you know, the, uh, the apple orchard and pumpkin patch is obviously only uh, open in season. Um, excuse me. Uh, oh, I should also point out if you notice there's a we do have a nice little layer of flower beds like right in the front pumpkin patch you know uh so we do uh we do offer some uh, flowers you know uh when the different flowers are in season uh and you know even uh for pick, uh, people that are interested in purchasing a large enough amount we allow them to come out and pick them themselves but other than that it's mostly just the the store uh that are open uh between uh, about uh, november till uh till about uh i believe uh, february or march again is when they open up because that's when the apples start uh, you know coming in again uh, so, so it's mostly just winter do you mind terribly, uh, terribly if I go use your bathroom while we're in here? Oh, no, of course not. There's one in the store. Uh, oh, I will say the uh, the pumpkin pie kind of went through me. Is there maybe a closer one that I can get to? Oh, uh, no, sorry. Not not that is open to the public. Um, 
you know, she's kind of walking over. She's like, you know, as I mentioned, we've got our food truck up here and we're back to our wonderful parking lot and store. Uh, if there's anything else I can, you know, do for you. Uh, like I said, we've got full you know, faculties in there. Um, Agent Pond would like to go to the store. And then uh, what kind of bathroom are we talking about? Is it like a, a single yeah, bathroom it's a, thing? Yeah, it's a, like one of those uh, sort of, you know, unisex bathrooms. It's got a full, you know. Okay. Toilet, um, excuse me, sorry. Toilet, mirror, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, sink, <laughs> everything. Yeah, little, yeah. little, little, little uh, baby changer. Okay. Uh, he would like to pop the top off the toilet if he can and break the connector so that the toilet is broken. Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, I, you, you don't need to roll to break a toilet. That's for sure. I no. mean, so yeah, so you're oh, able to huh. break this toilet. Um, what, what are you going to do now that it's broken? Um, go out front. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I was on the tour. I was told that I could use the bathroom, but it appears to be broken. Uh, uh, is there one inside the house I could use? You know, Mary Lou seems to be doing some paperwork right at the counter. She's like, oh, no. Oh, God. What, what happened? What's wrong with it? Is it? It's it's not flushing. It won't. Uh, I'm not a plumber. Flooded? Oh, I don't know. Geez. Uh, she's like, uh, damn it. She's like, Gemini, are you around? Are you up? She kind of yells at the front door of the store. She's like, Gemini, someone get Gemini. Oh, God damn it. Ma'am, like, ma right, I must well, assure um, you this is an emergency. For I, I, I understand. Uh, 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 shit. Uh, all right. Tell you what. Um, uh, she's like, uh, Cindy, Cindy, you know, Cindy's like carrying some boxes. And the story's like, yeah. And she's like, can you um, uh, give our friend here, uh, uh, just just take him into the, uh, you know, the, the apartment, you know, our little living, you know, the apartments and uh, just bring him to the bathroom. Just, you know, make sure he doesn't get lost. Uh, and she's like, all right, uh, sure, you know, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, and she takes you, you know, she puts the, you know, the, um, the box, you know, she sets that down and she's like, yeah, you know, right with me. Um, and uh, you enter, you know, you, you are, you exit and then you enter the, uh, the apartments and you kind of just walk across the parking lot. Uh, it seems a little bit of a steps up. Uh, and now you, as you enter, uh, it seems to be like a, a you know, a rather um, simple wooden building. It seems to be built a long time ago. Uh, there's been a number of, looks like improvements, you know, you can kind of see, where bits of where the wood shade doesn't quite exactly match the wood that replaced it. Um, seems like the first floor, you got the hallway and there seems to be a main room with stairs that lead up. Um, Cause it looks like there's about maybe two or it looks like three floors from the, based on the windows, either two floors in an attic or three floors. Um, and uh, she takes you down the hallway. Uh, you see there's uh, about maybe three or four rooms, uh, you know, like three on one side, maybe two, or, you know, like two or three on one side and two or three on the other. Uh, and then one of those doors leads to the, the bathroom. She says, oh, it's, you know, the second door on the left. Uh, and she kind of walks with you as if to wait right outside the bathroom. Just make sure you, do, you know, you find your way around. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll be in here for a bit and he'll go in. Uh, I think uh, that's a good call. Uh, is there a, a, a window lock? Like this is a, a bathroom that opens up to the outside as well. Oh, uh, it does. Yeah, there is a window lock. Okay. Yeah, he would like to unlock that uh, and mm -hmm. if possible, kind of maybe keep it so it'll not be completely obvious that it is unlocked to anyone looking. OK, Um. sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you can easily do that. And in the walkthrough of kind of that back area, mm -hmm. is there any basement stairs that we're seeing? It appears to be mostly living area. Yeah, it may seem like a living area. There's some couches. It looks like a, a big TV. 
um, kind of like the sort of like the living room or the sort of you know meeting room for them all. Uh, there, like I said, there are stairs that go up, but none that seem to lead down. Um, not not in this like not in this building. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, they'd probably be one over the other, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he'll he'll just kind of wait in the bathroom quietly for a few minutes, then flush, then come out. Uh, yeah, let me check something real quick here. Uh, is anybody else doing anything uh, while this is all going on? Uh, and Cindy is sort of, you know, the tour guide has left, so you're all just sort of hanging out. Uh, Mary Lou's still at the shop. Uh, Chris and walking around, but you can do things as well. And then did, uh, we'll did go back we, to, to Pond for a moment. Did, did I see anything unusual, any religious symbol, symbology? or? Oh, well, I, I uh, you didn't quite see, uh, there was kind of a lack of it on a lot of the public areas and didn't see any necessarily in the in the, the barn or anything. But I will say it is, it is worth noting to Pond that you did see a cross on the wall in the living room. So it looked like a, a you know, a regular sort of cross crucifix, you know, the typical Catholic or Protestant version. Um, no, no dart holes all over. No, no, anything. no dart okay. holes. It's not upside down. It's not scorched, <laughs> nothing like that. Um, uh, and yeah, as you're, as you're leaving, um, you do, uh, as you're leaving, uh, you do see uh, a man enter. Um, uh, and he sort of, uh, enters, uh, uh, from, well, actually, sorry, enters as in he comes down the stairs, uh, and he comes down the stairs, uh, and he starts to, to walk through the living room as if going back towards the kitchen, which is behind the living room. Um, and as he's going, he kind of stops and uh, looks like an older sort of grizzled man. Um, he kind of has that sort of um, look of an older guy that's still kind of handsome. You know, he keeps himself, you know, you know, kind of not super clean, but at least like, you know, shaved. So his beard isn't scraggly or anything like that. Um, and so he's, you know, well-kempt and, you know, uh, decently attractive for, for a man of his age. Uh, and he kind of, he kind of looks at you a little startled. He kind of grumbles to Cindy. He's like, he's like, who is this? And she's like, oh, it's just, uh, you know, somebody that we had here. He just needed to use the bathroom. The other one's broken. So I was, you know, Mary Lou had me take him here. I was leading him in. He says, all right, well, better be going then. He kind of gives you this sort of uh, look like he doesn't, he, and you kind of tell uh, just with a, a passive sort of human in that uh, he does not, he did not like that you were inside the, the building. This is definitely a no-go area for people that are not of the family or that work at the farm. Uh, and you can actually, why don't you also give me an alertness? Right. A 40 out of 70 is a pass. Uh, you do notice, uh, it looks like um, he's wearing like a, uh, he's got like this just sort of a you know, casual sort of you know, shirt and jeans and sort of rough farm wear. Uh, however, uh, you notice that there is a, uh, like he's got a, um, He's got some sort of sheathed, uh, like little hand axe or knife of some sort on his belt. Uh, and he also, as he turns and heads toward the kitchen, uh, you see the bulge of some sort of weapon, probably a gun of some kind in the, the his, in the small of his back, uh, that kind of sticks, uh, it's kind of like just sort of barely hidden by his shirt. That's kind of tucked into his jeans. Um, and he kind of like that sort of hidden there back there and he kind of walks and he exits in the kitchen. Uh, so it seemed like he was well-armed. Cindy, you should probably get me back to my group. Uh, but I do have to ask, uh, who was that giving me the stink eye? Oh, well, oh, that's that's just uh, James. You know, he's he's my grandpa, you know, one of the uh, owners around here, sort of uh, like, you know, he's one of the uh, older members of the family. So they all uh, all their names are on the lease, you know, make sure that nobody has absolute power or anything like that. Um, you know, um, so, uh, you know, or actually, I don't. 
I don't actually remember who's on the lease anymore, but yeah, he's, uh, he's, you know, he's one of our older members. And she leads you back over and she's like, you know, uh, I'm glad, you know, that emergency was avoided. I presume no, uh, no, uh, no popping, no, no uh, pants, you know, I hope. (laughs) That's not something to joke about, Cindy. You know what? Very true. I, I, I've been there, you know, oh God. Uh, you know, one time I, I made a pumpkin pie and I didn't check all, I didn't check the, all the pumpkin I should have. And oof, that was not a good night for me or Betty. Whew. Uh, anyway, let's get you back to your group. Uh, and so she takes you, you know, and, and you, uh, you head back to the group. Uh, you're all sort of assembled. Uh, it's, you know, more sort of in the afternoon now. Uh, the, uh, the food trucks uh, actually looks like they are getting set up to open for dinner for an hour or two before they close. Um, is there anything anybody else wanted to do? Uh, I figure, um, you know, uh, it is it is past lunchtime, so whenever you want to go check on the computer person, if you uh, can. But before we leave the farm, is there anything anybody else wanted to do at the farm? Yeah, I just wanted to check, like, where the generators were on that tour. Sure, yeah. It looks like um, there is uh, one generator uh, that is near the um, farmhouse and equipment shed, uh, perhaps to, um, you know, like, they, it looks like they store... Um, the gas over there. Uh, and so this one looks like a sort of a wheelable generator that they can sort of move uh, and they keep the gas there probably for the tractor as well. Uh, they probably run on similar fuels or they just keep all the flammable stuff in one building and keep fire away from that building. Uh, there is also another one that is by the apartments. Uh, and that one probably can connect to the apartments in the store if they need it to. Uh, but they could probably haul the other one out to the store or the barn or wherever they had machinery that needed to be turned on. If for some reason there was an outage uh, in that kind of, in such a, a situation, you know. If we're going to keep up the pretense that we have to go to D.C., then we need to leave. Right, because I guess you're going to you're going to Columbus soon to go to D.C., yeah. Right. Parsnip needs to check on his code. We said we were going to do some digging into the significance of dogs anyway, maybe even pick up a dog. So let's. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, sure. As we're driving, as we're driving away, I, uh, I say to them, uh, something, something dawned on me as we were walking around the absence of dogs. Don't dogs, aren't they usually attributed to being able to see ghosts and they aren't fooled by like glamours that are put in place to keep people from seeing things. Yeah, you rolled on it earlier, but if somebody else wants to give me an occult roll, I know we have a couple of people that have a, uh, some rating there. I'll give it a go. Sure, yeah, go. go ahead. Yep. No, Percent. not a critical failure, but just a regular thing. Not a fail. No. no. Yeah, unfortunately, nothing specifically about dogs. Um, you do find some stuff. There is some stuff about, uh, you know, stories of like, oh, you know, I didn't think there was a ghost, but, you know, the, all the animals well, looked in this direction. And then, you know, I knew because there was birds, like people have weird stories that have to do with like animals seeing things, but nothing specific right. about like, oh yeah, dogs can spot yada yada. Okay. There's some stuff there. You're onto something, but nothing specifically that would say, oh yeah, dogs blank, you know, dogs specifically. It's just animals in general, typically. We're just attributed. you know. Yeah, right. I've anecdotal my, stuff, dog jump, yeah. my dog jumps up on the bed and starts barking at something that's just not there. Right. There is a theme of, there, yeah, there is a theme of animals sometimes picking up on things that humans miss is sort of the general theme. But like I said, nothing specific to dogs, particularly. We didn't finish reading that oral history of the family. There might be more there. 
as well. Just stay away from the bit about rituals and whatnot. Oh yeah, you could you could give that a study. Mm -hmm. um, it would take uh, a week to read through all of oh, it, but okay. that that does kind of include learning the spells. So it, you don't have to necessarily learn it, but if you spend the week, I will tell you what the spells are, even if you don't want to actually learn them. Is it a digital document? I, can, yeah. I can't remember. It is. It's on her laptop. Can I just control F dogs? See if something comes up about dogs in this doc. I don't want to spend a week reading it. Yeah. Uh, let me check here. Uh, go ahead and do, why don't you do a either a search or luck roll in that case? Sure. Uh, it's saying either way. We'll go search. Now, you know what? I'm going to go with luck and go high because I've been rolling terribly tonight. So let's okay. see if maybe, maybe <laughs> I can call it for once. 74. Yes, I did call it. Uh, okay. And so that was, that was correct. Yes. Or yes. Who good? said high yeah. for luck. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Awesome. So uh, you look through um, and as you're looking through, uh, you're, you don't necessarily mention, let me see here. There was, there's not necessarily a particular uh, mention uh, of dogs particularly, um, but it is actually, or sorry, there isn't any particular mention of like dogs, um, uh, like in a sense that you were talking about with the seeing anything, uh, but there was notice, um, there is a, one thing you find, uh, uh, just sort of in the passing mention, uh, it mentions that the, um, the police's bullet, like the, the police's, uh, bullets, uh, didn't do very well, but, um, their riot shields, oh. batons and dogs did. Oh. Ah, very so well. the family was rather uh, rebuffed and hurt by uh, shields, batons, and the dogs, right. but they surprisingly were resilient to bullets in the in this police raid that they're famous for having fleed from. Excellent. I'll share that with everyone. It's very strange, though. Well, it makes sense with their brittle bones. True. Yeah, I suppose so. All right. Uh, so like I said, was there anything else? Uh, I know Parsnip was going to head back to the computer. Uh, anything else before we go to that? I think All right. We're going to go back and analyze the stuff that we got. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, so uh, the computer uh, is actually, this is a good place to sort of, uh, you know, have our little cliffhanger here. So yeah, you, you go back to the computer um, and indeed it is finished. It has uh, run a uh, sort of counter trace on this virus. Um, and it seems that the data uh, that was um, the data that was being collected with the keylogging program, you know, the, the way the virus is working, uh, it was being sent, uh, you know, through the, you know, obviously the internet, uh, bounced around a little bit, and it actually, um, the data was sent to an IP address, which when you look up, registers to the, exa the, the exact address of the Farnsworth farm. So whoever is hacking and has, because that, that virus, is on that farm, Prob you know, probably in the apartments, but uh, theoretically anyone with a laptop on the farm within their Wi-Fi uh, or plugged into their wall, whichever they have, that's where this came from, uh, given the, based on the IP address and the counter trace which you've run. Uh, so whoever was hacking your computer was from the Farnsworth farm. And I think that is a perfect place uh, for us to call it for the night. Uh, and then we can continue uh, with more research and uh, how to proceed uh, next week or on our next episode. Thank you, everyone. Our players included Holly Buto, Nathan Decker, Julian Arba, uh, uh, Alex Sun, and myself with John Dos Passos as the Keeper of the Secrets. 
We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Delta Green role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.